This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports YouTube Network, and this is a very, very special show on this Friday before the 4th of July. Not only are we at Ocean Casino Resort, as if that wouldn't be great enough, we've right, shows right. here from the past. No, well, we're taking it to a whole nother level today. This is the grand opening of the Gallery Bar Book and Games, celebrating the grand opening here. We'll be hanging out throughout the course of the show and afterwards, man. I, I took a walk around, guys, and welcome yeah. in Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Barrett and I are coordinated. We, of course, Derek's got to be the rebel. Somebody always got to be doing their gotta own Always got to be different. Right? I can't be like you two. Always I have to be me. Thing. That's right. It's unbelievable. But So I talk, it's a walk around, okay? Not only do we have the big screen TVs where there's some really handsome fellows on be, behind us, just, just an FYI, but not only do we have that, we got table games. We got an incredible bar, which we may at some point, Barrett and I, around two-ish. T-minus two, 15, 230. If Krause lets us, we might dip in a little bit. It won't just be okay. iced tea. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we, don't, we can't speak <laughs> I need to what's, help. what's in these, uh, these Yetis here. So not only do we have the amazing bar, we have the giant TVs. We got the sports book immediately to our right. I see the odds from the, for the Major League Baseball games tonight. We got the table games right here. And behind us, we got the slots. There is everything you could possibly want right here, including these two handsome fellas. So stop out. If you're in the, uh, the Atlantic City area, Jersey Shore, for the weekend, stop over, say hi. You get to see the, you know, the two best-looking guys in the streaming business right here. Derek well, that's Gunn, true. Right? That is true. I, I, first thing I said, it's not been a, been a, been a total. No, okay. <laughs> so how about this? You know, I, I'm not a big fan of Jim Harbaugh. Right, right. So here's where I'm going. You're like, where is he Here going? we go. Right, right. Yeah. Jim, and I, I love John Harbaugh, but Jim always says, who's got it better than us yeah. when he tells it, yeah. when he talks to his teams, whether right, it was right. in the NFL, whether it was college football. And I'll pose it to you guys right now. Who's got it better than us that we're sitting right here today no in this spot? Nobody, but I, I will tell you this. I'm extremely uncomfortable right now. Very uncomfortable. 
because oh, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, no, no, you showered oh, oh, two days ago. Oh, two, uh, three. But, three. But I'm sitting next to this guy here. Yes. Who I enjoy extremely in antagonizing on a daily basis. Right. But I normally do it from a distance. That's a good point. Or I do it in the presence of my wife because he won't touch me when my wife is around. He's afraid of my wife. So what are you saying? All bets are off today? You could get squashed like a grape if you get a little crazy. You know what? My look, guy. Hold up. Look, look, he already gripped my shoulder. Yeah, you he see? knows. He knows. My left shoulder went numb. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. I just thought about this. Light bulb just went on. If he hits me, it's on camera. He can sue. I'm falling on the floor. I'm yeah. twitching. We, we yeah. do play. We do have commercial breaks and everything else. I, That's I, a good point. I, I'm twitching. I'm doing everything. Barrett, I know a little side room during one of the breaks. You right, can take right. care of business in there. Okay. Look. We'll, we'll make this happen. But but this is an unbelievable spot. Dude, this, this spot is incredible. And we were here for the um, pre-draft show back in April, you and I. Yeah. And Seth Joyner and Mike Quick. Yep. And Devin Caney. Yeah. And uh, Mark Forzetta. And, and what a setup it was. i tell you what. Ocean goes above and beyond the duty to take care of us every time we come in this place. I love this place. I love how they laid it out. I love I, I love everything about it. We were at the top golf facility back in April. That thing was incredible. Unbelievable. And then the view outside with the beach and the stuff. Oh my it's right goodness. There. It's right there. You oh got my goodness. Amazing what food else do courts. You want? I mean, you got everything you could possibly need. So stop on out. Not only do you get to see just the, the gallery behind us, the bar, book, uh, and games, which is just unreal off the charts. And, and maybe get a little wager in for the Phillies, just saying tonight. Uh, not only can you do that, but you know, you, you will be entertained. Like, my daughter's here with me today hanging out. She's just blown away walking around right, and everything right, there is. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah but, he, but see, he's not telling you the whole story. I said, why would you to hang out with Dad on a Friday, holiday weekend? There's a caveat behind this. Yes. I'll let you tell the rest. Uh, she's getting a ride to Sea Isle after we're done today. <laughs> you think that's she would actually volunteer yeah, yeah, yeah. to spend a day with me right, at this right, point? right. As and a 17-year-old? I was going to say, how old is she? No chance. 17. They want no parts yeah. of parents at that I, age. I, I started to bring my grandson and my niece and my nephew with me, but it's this is not a kid-proof place. And he, <laughs> no. they would, it would be very destructive. There's too much glass and everything else around here. Yeah. So I, I said, let me, let, me, uh, let me leave them at the house. Too much distraction, that's yeah. for sure. But, look, we, we got a lot in store for you today. We'll give you. I'm going to give you all the fine points in a little bit of what's going on at the gallery, bar, book, and games right behind us and, and everything happening here at Ocean Casino Resort this weekend because it's amazing i'll give you this all is details. amazing man like i was here for uh, man. uh the maxwell awards after the maxwell awards right. i came over here and i had a room here and, and yeah unbelievable man i, yeah. I it, it was almost too good for me i was like do i belong here man? That's <laughs> yeah. like, you know somebody made I, a big mistake right right room. right right like i'm looking around like whoa yeah, you know, exactly. first class first no, class it really is yeah we, yeah. we i can't we wait to seafood we're talking about well the gunner and i stayed here seafood oh what we got seafood here you got abc any kind of food we had everything yeah, we did. Oh, we went goodness. to town, and we'll go to town today. I, I feel like <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, and Derek and I, we, we the day after the draft shows, we stayed here. The rooms are unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, you the did views just incredible, just flat out incredible. So a lot in store for today, guys. And man, it was it was wild yesterday. So we like almost as soon as we get off the air, yeah. Kevin yes. Durant announces he wants out yes. from the Nets. Then Kyrie immediately in turn flips it and says he wants out. What a shock! And then on top of all of that, the Phillies go bananas last night. And Derek Hall in his second major league game, you know something. two home runs. His only two hits in the big leagues are both home runs. That's unbelievable. Pretty sweet, right? And we were just talking about how we overlooked 
the guys at the bottom of the lineup. And, man, did they come through big time last night. Yeah, they did. They did. They needed it. They needed it. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Savage won against the Braves. Back at it again tonight, which is a monster series yes. coming in here tonight. So St. We'll, Louis, yeah. Yeah, we'll certainly get into that. We we uh, Our Eagles topic today, we're going to be jumping around a little bit with the Eagles, but we're going to dive into the AFC and kind of look at the best to worst in terms of divisions in the AFC because you got some killers up top, man. I'm telling you, man. You got murderers row I'm, up top in the AFC. You, yeah. I think it's obvious which is the toughest division in that conference, but yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll break that. it down. We'll get into that. So certainly all of that in store. A lot of other craziness, USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. Like, what? And to, to, and, I mean, you, you kind of see it happening. You know, I mean, they already have a super conference in the, as the SEC. Yeah. Right. But now the Big Ten, you know, they're trying to compete. And, you know, why would you stay in the Pac-12? I mean, it, it's, it's not a conference that, number one, people look at. You know what I'm saying? Not not. I mean, the West Coast, they look at it. But yeah. other than yeah. that, that's it. So they're trying to bring, you know, you're trying to make the power conferences. I mean, conferences like the Big 12 are going to be obsolete in a minute. They are. If they don't start going out and pillaging some of the Big 12. I'm it's going to be pa- like three or four power conferences. Yeah. That's that's a, what the whole thing's going to turn into. I mean, you think about it back in the 70s and 80s and even early 90s, USC and UCLA made that conference relevant. Yep. yep. But they haven't been that relevant over the last no. decade, really, when you think about it. And so I understand why they want to make a move and get more exposure, and hopefully it will help them with their recruiting as well in terms of getting a better caliber of athletes to go to those schools. But, you know, it just ruins tradition. You know, there's something to be said about tradition. So what are we going to have now, just two power conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC? Yeah, I don't like it. I I I don't like it. And, and, you know, look, you throw all geography out the window. Yes. It's it's you know, UCLA's playing Rutgers. Like, I mean, come right. on, man. What are, we, what are we doing here? So, Seriously? Yeah, I mean, we'll, look, we'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit later and a bunch of other stuff that we have in store. But, look, guys, it, it, let's start with the Sixers here because it was a pretty busy day yesterday. Now, we knew that James Harden, we, and we talked about this on the show, opting out essentially helps the Sixers, okay, yep. be able to do some things. So none of this stuff's official. It was the beginning of, of free agency at 6 o'clock last night. But – P.J. Tucker, three years, $33.2 million. Daniel House. That. Yeah, we knew that one. Daniel House is going to be able to help them. He's a 3-and-D guy. Yeah. Uh, he comes over at 29 years old, 41-and-a-half from three uh, percentage-wise. Good defender as well. They're not the kind of moves that are going to just knock your socks off, but they're the kind of moves that you have to make. But, but here's what I really wonder about off of what we just talked about. If Durant wants out, and they can't seem to make a deal with Phoenix or Miami, which seem to be his two destination points where he wants to go. I wouldn't completely discount the Sixers here. I wouldn't either, and, and rightfully so. You get Kevin Durant to go along with James Harden and, and Joel Embiid. Now, we had heard some, some things about Harden uh, and, 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 and uh, Durant. Didn't see eye to eye on yeah. a lot of occasions. Yeah. But you know what? The bottom line is you want to win that title. And Durant came close a couple of years ago. The Bucks knocked him out in that game seven. You know, Durant won his ring with Golden State. Right. And he wants another taste of the champagne. Yeah. So if you can put him with these guys, that automatically puts them right in that conversation with the likes of Miami, Milwaukee, Boston. And that's what I wonder about, Barrett, the, the interpersonal dynamic. If there is any kind of issue, can these guys get over it if that's the case? Because we know there's a mutual admiration society between Embiid and Hart. Excuse me, Embiid and Durant. Those two are, are big fans of each other. Exactly. Even when they're talking trash to each other in games, yes. they always give each other love after the game. It's yes. pretty interesting, you know, what goes on but, there. 
So that's what I wonder about. I do wonder if, you know, these riffs sometimes can just be up. Rob, just being a part of, you know, locker rooms, um, winning cures all ails. Right. I mean, you could be a, you know, the, the worst teammate in the world, but if you're winning, that kind of hides all the flaws that you have. And best believe you got Durant and Embiid on the same team. That relationship will harden, and everybody else will 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 you know become concrete, and they're gonna go forward, and they're gonna win. Yeah. But I know you guys are Tyrese Maxey guys, and in order for that to happen. He's got to go. Yeah, I'm good there. If they if you trade Maxi to get Kevin Durant, I'm good because you see. Barrett, no, come on, man. No, come but Barrett, on. think about it from this standpoint. You're trying to win with Embiid over the next like three years. I don't care how old Durant is at that point. After that, I don't care right. how old Tucker is right. at that point. After that, I, you know whomever is still standing on the roster. That's something I would give Maxi up for. You know what? I agree with Rob. Uh, you know me. I, I've gone on record, and I've said I don't want to. I don't want to trade Maxi. I believe he was untouchable. But if you can get Kevin Durant, Tyrese, nice having you here. Good luck to you in your career. <laughs> Thanks for all you've done. Thanks for everything so you've done. From, from three o'clock, from three o'clock yesterday, you guys have changed your entire the title uh, changed entirely yeah. on what you're thinking. Yes. About Tyrese Max. You evolve. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> you evolve as situations change. I was scorned, you know what I'm saying? You know, I was I was told you're unclean. <laughs> Unclean. I can't do it for Beal. I, I wouldn't do it for Beal. I would do it for Durant. I, I mean, you're talking about arguably a top 10 in the history of the game guy. Yes. Maybe even higher in some people's minds. Well, yeah. yeah. So uh, for that, I'm doing it. it he's, a, he's a long body, deadly from three-point range, can get ball off the glass, can get out on a fast break. For a guy that's almost seven feet tall, games. he can finish game. He can take over games. Yep. You know how much pressure that takes off and beat and harden? And now Harden can be that facilitator that we don't like to talk about. But if you get a, you get a Durant in here, that changes the whole complexion of that division and the conference. It does. It flips everything. Oh, oh my goodness. But because let's face it, guys, right now, I like what they did. I like the additions they've made. Melton yes. and and Tucker and House. I like those additions. However, did are those moves enough to move the needle to think they're better than Milwaukee? They're better than Miami. They're better than Boston. If we're being real about this. Probably not. You get Durant. I, I mean, oh my I, goodness! I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, the way the way with the way this roster is, is put together right now, I, I think you do have a shot. I think you do have. Oh, a, I, no doubt, Barrett, a shot you know, for sure. You have a shot consistently, but we don't have the consistency of having a guy like Durant right. who can consistently give you thirty points a game, yeah. consistently give you ten rebounds a game, consistently give you, uh, uh you know the ability to take over a game at the end of the game and we can win it. You know, we didn't have that. We haven't had that. It used to be in B, but it's just too hard to stop a big, you know, it's too easy to, yeah. rather, to stop a big from taking over a game. He's got to be fed end. to get his own shot. Exactly. You know, exactly. a guy like Durant doesn't Harden in his prime. Doesn't he yep. can take it off the glass and go. Right. Exactly. So, and I don't know. It seems to me like they're the, you know, Phoenix is one of the places, but, but it's all complicated. Not to get into too much here when it comes to the way the NBA works and whatnot, but it seems like the Nets don't want Aiton. They're not looking for a big. The uh, Suns just re-signed Booker, yeah. So that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. What no. else? I mean, and they, they said that they had Booker would have to be in that in that trade. Yeah, I mean, and, and not only that, but Andre Drummond left to go to Chicago. Yeah. So is this the dismantling of the Nets? You know, just oh, two sure. years ago they were favorite. 
to win the, the NBA title. Now they may not even be a second tier team. Well, right. I mean, Ben Simmons wanted to get out from the shadow ben of, who? of Joel Embiid. And when be his own guy, <laughs> guess what, my man? You got your own team now. You got your you're not going to have Durant. You're not going to have Irving. You're not going to have anybody. Good luck having him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And, and don't think that's not a part of this. These guys don't want to play with him. No. I'm telling you, they will never come out publicly and say it, but I firmly believe they don't want to play with him. Well, not only that, but I said a couple of times earlier this week, as good of a talent on the court as a Kyrie Irving is, I don't want him on my team. No. Because of the off-the-court stuff. I don't need that kind of distraction. We're trying to build a cohesive nucleus to get to where we want to go. You don't know day-to-day where Kyrie's head is. <laughs> right. Now, one night he comes, steps on the floor. You can't stop him. Next night, you don't even know if he's going to step on the floor. Yeah. I don't need that in my, my locker room. No, we need consistency, and that you don't have that consistency with him. I mean, to be that good, but then next thing you know, he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, and the world is flat again. Yeah, right. And and you know, and and you know, he 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 might have some cause. It, it might be, um, you know, Tweety Bird has been you know ostracized from yes. Looney yes. Tunes. Yes. So he's mad about that. You know yeah. What I, mean? I know. There's too much of that. And and here's the thing. No teams want him. He's trying to force his way to L.A., which very well could happen. It, 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 that, There'd be no justice if they end up. He ends up going to L.A. and they get on a run. There'd be no justice. But there, there, that, that's about the only spot. Other teams don't want that. The lack of security that comes along with him, the instability that comes along with him. Not to mention, that, you know, he's on a one-year deal. Who knows if he might walk at the end of the year, right? And and you, you're paying him what thirty-six million just for this year. Thirty-six million. So, well, oh, there were some there were some contracts handed out yesterday, man. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. Over a billion dollars was handed out yesterday wow. in the NBA. I was looking up on Ancestry.com to see if I was related to any of these guys. <laughs> oh, I'm, like, I'm like, where are we going with this? I, I was trying what? to see if, if somewhere in my history I was related to one of these guys that just got these super mad contracts. No, no guns on that family tree? No. So see if I can reach out to one of them <laughs> for a loan. For that, for that, for that uh, D-gun move to Hey, to Bradley. Yes. Bradley, this is your cousin Derek. <laughs> yes. Help D-gun move back to the West Coast Foundation. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, I'm not sorry. happening. Not happening. Man. Yeah. That's, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely different these days because it used to be that you would cater to superstars, you know, whatever they wanted. But I think it's starting to change a little bit. You know, teams aren't necessarily – uh, putting up with you know these flighty type of guys coming into their organizations, they you know they're looking for more consistency. You know that's why you see a lot of guys staying, and you know it's only the really top tier guys that are pushing their way out. Well, at this point, I think there was a big lesson learned, Barrett, by the Nets. Yes, in that you kind of sold your soul, yeah. and you allowed, and they even said it publicly, Durant and Kyrie to essentially run the show there and, and just kind of walk all over everybody, right, yeah, including yeah. the GM, including Steve Nash, who always stood down to them. And then when they try after all after this bizarre nightmare of a season for them, they tried to take it back, and basically those guys, you know, rebelled against it. Like you gotta have, you have to have a culture in place. That doesn't allow, like like Miami wouldn't allow this kind of stuff. No, Spolster no. and Riley wouldn't allow this kind of stuff. No, there's other, no, not Golden at all. State, etc. I mean, there's other places, but the Nets, I think, learned a very a lesson that a lot of teams I think are picking up on now around the league. If you look at the teams that have stability around the league, the Golden States, look look how long that core group has been together. Look at Milwaukee, Giannis 
turn down going somewhere else like some of these big-name stars do jump around like a LeBron to try to win it. He took less money to stay in Milwaukee. Him and Chris Middleton have been together for over eight years. You look at Miami's nucleus. You look at Boston's nucleus. Those guys grew together to get to where they are now. And like Rob said, you know, Brooklyn thought they can do it by way of a quick fix. And now it's blowing up on them. So hopefully they've learned a valuable lesson in terms of how you build a championship nucleus. It takes time. A lot of cases doesn't happen overnight. Well, it, we I think we passed that era of basketball where you can have a big three, just bring a big three in, you know, win a title, and then let them go where they're going to go. Right. You know, it started off with, you know, Spolstra down there with the Heat. Yes. And he, he won, but then he established his own culture, and now yes. they're running in the right direction. Yes. It's not working now. I mean, even when you look at a team like the, the Celtics, the Celtics have all homegrown guys. Yep. You know, all those guys came together and, and, and they're, you know, learning to play the game together. They're trying to do it here with the Sixers and it's working. You know, we're, we're sitting here complaining about a team that has been to the playoffs the last two years. Absolutely. I mean, imagine the Flyers if they've been to the playoffs, you know, the last two years. Yeah. They'd be happy. But we're, we're so spoiled right now that the second round playoff just isn't enough anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's spoiled, though, Barry. I mean, I get your point, but you built this not to be able to get out of the second round. You built this to take it to that level where we're seeing some of these teams go. And I think there's an opportunity here. Look, you have to get Durant to sort of agree to want to be here, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. But the Nets have the power, though, because he has four years, four years left on yeah, the field. Yeah, he does. I, you know, it's it's a very – I don't think we've ever seen this. Maybe right. Ben Simmons where he just signed his extension, but it was a rookie one. This is like a you know different different league. What what Durant's being paid? Like you said, it's a different type of player. Yeah, a top three player in the league, as opposed to you know somebody like Simmons who just plays defense. No question. All right, so uh, we're gonna get a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll continue. We're gonna look a little bit deeper into what the Sixers are looking at right now. We, you know, we kind of did the if they have Durant, but we're gonna look at what they are right now and see how how good they can be in the uh, in the Eastern Conference in the NBA. A little later, we'll talk Phillies, Eagles as well. But I do want to let everybody know, and if, you, if you're just tuning in, kind of where we are right now. We are at Ocean Casino Resort, but we are here for the opening of the gallery, bar, book, and games. The celebration the entire day, ribbon cutting, the whole nine yards. And, and the beauty of the gallery is we got table games right to my left. We got the big bar to my right. We got the big screens behind me. We got the sports book to my immediate right. All kinds of stuff. Just amazing when you think about it. with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hit. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. The following is a real testimonial from the father of a young injured victim. I didn't think she was going to make it. Major Perry's daughter was the victim of a horrific accident caused by someone else's negligence. If you don't find the right counselor, law firm that you're looking for, you will get lost in the wilderness. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm at 215-458-2222 and find out why they say, we got this. Sports take. We are back. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. And you're saying, boy, that does look like the usual home studios that I see from the guys. Well, you are correct. We're doing it big today, people. We are doing it big. We are here. Ocean Casino Resort, the opening of the gallery bar book and game celebration. Just an amazing layout. I'll get into some more details, Derek, in a little bit of what we have behind us. Yeah. But this is the place to be this weekend. Pretty much every single day of your life, this is the place that you want to be. A little bit. I miss my fish behind me. That's right. They're like my support group. Yeah, <laughs> Gunner's a little lost today without his without his fishies behind him. Yeah, yeah. You you gonna be able to get through today? I don't know, man. I'm it's a little like, worried about. You know, Linus had his security blanket. Yes. I have my fish mouth on the wall behind me, uh, but I'll I'll get through. Okay. I'll, I'll make it. Okay. I well, thought, I'll tell I thought... you what. I'm 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 gonna tell you the truth, man. I there's just not enough going on when you know with my you know. Kids running around, and you know my my grandson, you know yeah, my right. these nephews, dogs barking. You know this this might be a quiet show for me this time. Yeah, we don't have the usual challenges right, at the right. home studio. Garbage man, you know, yeah. coming. I don't have somebody yeah, yeah, like exactly. coming out of my crawl space, yeah. and you never know right behind me, like what could happen. So we should be we should be good. We should be even more dialed in today than right, we normally right, are, right, right, which right. is hard for us to be dialed in. But we're going to do the best that we can. Um, so we were talking in, in the first segment a lot of NBA and everything that went down yesterday because yesterday was. Let's face it, guys. It was insane. Let me just – before we get yeah. to the Sixers. Yeah. So, Devin Booker gets a super max extension for $224 million. Yes. The Joker gets an extension for $270 million. Jeez. John Moran, same. You know, he, this is off of his – I think his rookie extension. Carl Anthony Towns gets $224 million. I just saw that Zach Levine got five years, $215 million. Like – the money that's being thrown, it's it's like Monopoly money. They don't even start with ones anymore. Everything starts with twos. Right, right, right. You, you were talking about John Morant. Five-year extension, $231 million, 
193 million guaranteed. Yeah, it's uh, it's you play the wrong sport, Barrett. So if he gets if he goes out gets hurt tomorrow, he's got 193 million dollars guaranteed. Wrong sport in 25 years too early. Man. Yeah, really, that's about it, bro. It's just ridiculous, man. So I mean, this just goes to tell you, you know, the sports books, you know, the 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 you know the TV deals, TV I mean, deals. they're getting yep. a lot of money, man. Yeah. So if you can afford to pay them, man, I don't want to hear anything about you know Middleton being mad about being over the luxury tax, all that. I don't want to hear that. If yeah. you're making that type of money, that type of coin, yeah. you can pay those salaries. Yeah. You, you Don't yeah. say anything. I'll tell you what worries me uh, from a fan perspective is it means your ticket prices are going to keep going up. Right, it right. means your cable prices are going to oh, keep yeah. going up to, to be able to watch your teams, and you're going to get more streaming and, and stuff like that. It's just going to change the game a lot. But you know what the weird thing is? People will gripe. They will still go out and watch the games. They will gripe about paying more in cable bills. They will still – get the cable to see the games yes so pro sports know what they're doing they know how to push the envelope you know they know the fan base will be disgruntled but if you have a team that's an upper echelon team they forget about that stuff real quick real quick you know well i mean that's what sports is sports is the the, the great equalizer you know i mean sports cross all barriers yep you know every race color creed you know uh financial uh whatever it is sports you can go anywhere and talk about it so i mean that's i agree with it that's you know that's how I, I would say, that's how I go in and, and get my quiet time, but my quiet time is actually working because I'm sitting there and breaking down film for nothing. Yesterday, man, I was watching Dallas. I was watching the Dallas Arizona game. That, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, and I thought for a second, why am I watching this game? Exactly. Why am I watching? I'm breaking it down like I hadn't seen the game before. Right. Like I didn't see, you know, Dallas run a uh, QB, QB run up the middle to lose the game. Right. It was crazy, man. That was kind of fun, though, to watch that. It was. You know what I mean? There was a nice little little smile. There was a little added incentive to get to the end of that game. (laughs) Because I knew it was coming. Like, oh, here it is. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great call by the coach. We got to keep him there. We got to keep him there. The the NFL Network is a great venue to watch games from last season. Right, yeah. To help you get through those that football crisis in the summer. 100%. And even if it's not watching your team, you get to watch. They always show pretty good matchups. I'm it's with not you. like they show the the top versus the worst. They always pick out the best matchups from a week. Yep. And I'm sitting there watching the game, and my wife is like, "You're watching games from last year." I said, "Yeah, but I'm not just <laughs> watching the games. I'm watching matchups. I'm watching personnel because some of those players that you watched from last year have now moved on to different teams. That's true. You know, like so- Carson Wentz. I watched Indy play. Indy play the Titans. Yes." I watched that game. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of nervous right now because Washington got a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good quarterback. I'm telling man. you, man. We, like we've talked about them, and not not to harp on the on the Commanders, the Commies. Um, if he plays well, they're trouble. Yes, they are not. Like I think most people are looking at the NFC East, and they're just saying Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys. Like it's Eagles fans, right, and I think right. I think to an extent nationally, but Eagles fans and Cowboys fans are looking at this as a two-horse race. I think it's a three-horse race. Yes, I keep, yes. I keep saying I, I, Washington, I don't know if they're good enough to win a division, but they're going to make it, they're going to make life difficult for a lot of people across the NFL whoever's on their schedule this year. And they could they could possibly be that team that could knock the Eagles or Dallas out of a division title. Yeah. No, I mean, look, you have a happy Terry McLaurin now after he signs his contract extension. Woo! You have a defensive line that, if it's healthy, if Chase Young is good to go and yes. ready to roll, yes. is nasty. Um, 
I don't love their linebackers and I don't love their offensive line. Right. If, if, Me if, neither. if there's Me two neither. issues with them, it's that. And that, yeah. you know, the, the, and that's something probably you can't gloss over because if Wentz isn't getting time, bad things start happening because he starts, to, he hangs on the ball too long. You can strip him. You yes. know that. Yes. You can create turnovers. He tends to get some happy feet sometimes and make mistakes. So that, that is going to be a key. If, they, if he doesn't get, and this is any quarterback, but if he doesn't get protection, that could be a well, problem. See, how I would play Carson is I wouldn't even blitz him. I would sit back and play coverage and make him get flustered because he can't read the coverage right? and make him make mistakes. He'll start running around for no reason. Have my front four or front three, whatever we're running at the time, rush him, and he'll make his own mistakes. He'll bury himself, you know, because he needs that. He needs that, you know, all right, I, I need to be, you know, doing this, doing that. You know, so instead of just letting the game – open up in front of Yeah, hero ball. You know, yeah. So, I mean, that's the way I would play it. Right. I mean, and even with that, with Washington's defense, they're good, but their tail end, you know, their back end isn't that right, good. Right, right, right. Their back end is, is suspect. Agreed, so, agreed. Even though I, I, I see that team as a team you have to you have to face with that front seven being the best in football, you still are on the hook with a quarterback that could play very what, sporadic at times and an offensive line that's going to – Keep them that way. You, you just got me thinking, and I know I promise we do some basketball. Let's stay on the football thing. What the hell? That's what we do. We don't have to we do whatever we want. Right. Okay? Let me be clear. Um, how would you, Barrett, if you're game planning, you're a defensive coordinator facing Jalen Hurts, what's your approach with him? Are you blitzing him? Are you staying back? Are you loading the box to take the run away and saying, beat us with your arm? What are you doing with him? The exact same thing. We call it mush rush. And that's when you rush guys and you keep them inside the that's pocket. Right. That's right. Make him beat you from the pocket. Now, that's what we haven't seen from, from, from a young Jalen Hurts, if he can do that. Right. He does have the weapons. He has guys now that you really have to play aggressive with, like a guy like A.J. Brown, who can box out smaller DBs, mm -hmm. who can go out and, and, and debo the ball from smaller DBs. That's right. And then you have to go one-on-one -on, -one on the backside with a guy who can create separation with his route running is Smitty. You have a pretty good tight end, you know, that can, they can go out and make some plays. That's the way I would do, play a lot of coverage against him. I wouldn't force him to get out and run around and play, you know, frenetically. I would sit back and just wait, let him beat you. And that, I mean, that's the way I would game Is your him. blueprint, your model, what Tampa did to him? Or is it, or were they just a different kind of talent that they were able to do? They were a different kind of talent okay. because they did blitz him a lot. Yes, they did. But they, the way they blitz them, they blitzed with a safety instead of blitzing with a linebacker. They had the linebacker stay back, and they blitzed the safety off the edges. And nobody was there could pick them up in a, in a number count. As an offensive line, you're picking up guys that are inside the box. We were blitzing a safety that started out high, came down to the line of scrimmage, who nobody's responsible for but a running back right. or a tight end, and those guys didn't really get the number count right. So that's where they, would have, they had success that they had. Because they didn't have the offensive line blocking that guy. See, I don't, I don't fear Jalen Hurts like a Lamar Jackson, like a Kyler Murray, who if you miss him on a blitz, he's gone. Yep. Those are also two guys. If you blitz them, they can pick the hot read up in a hurry. I don't know if Jalen Hurts can do that yet. Bear says he wants to sit back and attack him, and wait for him to beat you. I'm going to attack him to force the issue. I want to make him make that mistake quicker. So you're taking a little bit of a different approach. Yes. Here. Okay. I, I'm, I'm coming after him. 
Now, every team doesn't have the talent of a Tampa Bay to do that. Some teams are going to have to do what Barrett said because they don't have the personnel. They're going to have to sit back. But for the teams that have better defenses on their schedule, I'm coming after him. I have corners I trust that can play man-to-man. I have a slot corner I can trust that can play man-to-man. I have the linebackers with the athleticism that can play. And there are a few teams on their schedule that have all that on defense. Yes. I'm attacking him from different angles to see how he responds. Now, if he beats me a few times early, then I'm going to make the adjustments. If he gets rattled early and I see it, I'm coming after him all day the way teams would do to Carson Wentz a few years ago when his offensive line was decimated and he got hit over 120 times in the season. And look at the mistakes he made and the interceptions he threw because he was so rattled. Yep. That's how I'm attacking Jalen Hurts. All right, I'll pose this to both of you guys. Do you? And I know ultimately the guys on the field need to make the plays, but do you feel confident enough in Sirianni Steichen to put them in the best position to succeed if Barrett, say they're attacking the way that you're talking about or the way yeah. that Derek's talking about? I do, and I, and I think, you know, I mean, just looking at with who, the, who the Eagles play the first game, I really think that, you know, and looking at their defense, that that's exactly how they're going to attack. They're going to let those defensive ends, like Aiden Hutchinson, you know, Charles Harris, they're going to let them rush the passer. They got Michael Brocker uh, from, from, from the Rams. They're going to they're going to rush those guys because they believe in those guys to create pressure and drop back and coverage with the rest of their guys. Because, I mean, from, from, if you look at them from a, from a defensive back standpoint, they're pretty good back there. You know, I mean, Jeff Okudo. He was a first-rounder from yeah. Ohio State back then. Yeah, they're loaded with Really, really good cornerback. Yeah. They're really good in the back end, so they can afford to do that. Okay. So I would do it that way with them. I think they're going to approach it the same way. Let those guys up front rush the passer and play coverage behind them. I think Stike and the Sirianni have the blueprint to counter whatever defense throws. But, again, as we sit here, does the quarterback have the wherewithal to execute it properly? That's what we don't know yet. We hope he does, but we don't know that yet. And we're not going to find that out until the games get here. You're not going to find that out of preseason because everybody plays so vanilla. Until the real games get here, we're not going to know if Jalen Hurst can execute whatever adjustments on the fly Steichen and Sirianni make to counter what defenses are trying to do to him. And this is what I wonder about, right? You can do all the workouts you want, and, and yes, nobody's yes. questioning how hard the guys work in yes. the offseason. But can those workouts result in him being better at those things that we're talking yeah, about now? Exactly. That's well, what I wonder about that. He, um, those workouts were much more about his uh, mechanics, getting his mechanics right, dropbacks. Uh, you know how he, you know how the ball leaves his hand. You know, you know placement of where you know ball is going to. I think he got a lot of work at being sharp in his pass selection and getting the ball to mm-hmm. the receivers. As for you know, it's harder to do that from a um, from the standpoint of understanding defenses without being in front of defenses. Right. That's a lot of the reason why I get mad and pissed off that they don't practice as much as they they could practice because you get the reads, you get that muscle memory from going out there and playing against defenses. You know, seeing what defenses are trying to do to stop you. That's how you get it. Right. And I know it's going to be scout teams that he's going to be going against in practice, but still those reads. And the understanding of where the ball is supposed to go and breaking that film down after he does it, I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's, that's a world of knowledge that is being taken from him because they're not practicing enough. See, to me, it, it, it's like a wannabe pilot 
who's in a flight simulator. Right. When things go bad, he's under control. We know the plane's not going to go down. Right, exactly. Okay? Yep. But when you get in that cockpit for real, what are you going to do at 30,000 feet? Right. Okay. Yeah, Ma- you know, Maverick's not doing it in yeah. some simulator. Right, right. Maverick's out there. See, see, right doing it for real. He got the F sixteen. Exactly. Right. Rolling with it. Yeah. Pete, Pete Mitchell's not on the sidelines, <laughs> man. Yeah. Pete Mitchell's up there in the air. See, right now, Jalen Hurts is in a flight simulator. Yeah. See, and he's when he hits thirty thousand feet when they kick off the season, that's where we're going to find out can he land that plane safely. Yeah. And see, that's the problem that I have right now that he doesn't have that consistently in practice every single day. Right. Now, when they are practicing, I'll tell you, they're working. They're working their butts off. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're making it happen. But you don't practice enough. You know, it's all about muscle memory. Right. And it's not just your physical muscles going out there and, 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 and you know, execute stuff. Exactly. But muscle memory as far as your mind, your right, brain, right. seeing stuff. The offensive line understand how to pick this MEV blitz up. You know, they got to know they got to snap this guy off and turn to this guy without it even happening yet. You know, it, it's almost like a pre-read. You see it happening, and you adjust, and you go do it. But if you don't see that and physically do that on the field with the guy next to you, the timing could be off. That's why usually it takes four games to realize what you are as a team, what your identity is as a team. Well, if you look at it, it took them eight games to get their identity of a running team. I believe that they had practiced and, and played in preseason games. That identity would have came to them a lot faster. They would have known what – and how Hertz would have, you know, reacted yeah. to this stuff. They would have known that, you know, running, you know, those RPOs just doesn't work for yeah, him. He's right, not right. that type of guy. Right. You know, he needs play action, you know, stuff like that to use his skill set. How much of this philosophy, and, and believe me, it's most of the league. It's not everybody, right? But it's, it's a lot of the league. It's not just the Eagles, just to be clear. But how much of this is coming from above how much is that Sirianni's philosophy? Like, I agree with you. I, I think when you have a young quarterback, an inexperienced quarterback, relatively speaking, like Hurts, yes. that he should get more reps, that you should do more. Um, but they clearly have this philosophy that it's just across the board. How much of that is above or, or uh, above I think Sirianni? I think it goes, it goes laterally. It goes laterally. I think it's the training staff combining with the coaching staff that's making this decision, and then they go to, you know, upper management say, hey, gotcha. this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And they're cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just no, – I, I don't know. Let me put it this way, Barrett. I think if Howie said this is what we're doing, I think Nick would do it. Exactly. Ah, da, da. You know, But, but I think but, he's but good Howie with it. Should Howie have that right to say that? Um, should Howie be saying that? Nick knew that going in. Okay. Right, right. But hopefully Howie learned his mistakes from how the bottom fell out with Doug Peterson. Okay? Howie is the money guy. Do what you do. Let the coaching staff that you hire do what they do. Yeah. Don't put any extra pressure or cause any extra tension between you and the front office or you and your coaching staff because you feel you should have your hand in everything. There's a reason why you're upstairs and not on the field coaching. <laughs> no, I agree. And, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that, you yeah. know, trying to be a smart aleck about it. But right, there's a right, reason right. why you're the money guy and you hire coaches, it's just like Jeffrey Lurie said. I hire people strategically to do what they do, and I get out of the way and let them do what they do. If Howie is trying to ride roughshod over the coaching staff, you got to step back. Let that coaching staff do what they do, man, if you want them here long-term, because if not, you're going to have another Doug Peterson situation on your hands. Well, the one thing I do, I don't know how much you read into this, but I read into it a little bit at least. It felt like they let Nick pick his staff. 
He brought a lot of guys from the he Colts that he did. liked. Well, that that's a departure from Doug. I mean, you remember they already He's hired Schwartz. Yep. Most of the other guys that they brought in, I'm not saying everybody across the board, but I th- there were a lot more, I think, that were front office hires for the staff rather than what Doug wanted. So from that sense, maybe they learned a little bit from Doug and, and gave, him, so. gave the, the coach at least a little more rope, if you will. Well, they've, yeah. done a, yeah. they've, given, they've given this coaching staff a lot of say-so. I mean, when was the last time that you've seen – uh, that front office go out and 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 get exactly what the coach needed, especially right. on the defensive side of the ball. Right, yeah. right. I mean, Gannon it was almost like Gannon, you know, handpicked his defensive guys, and they brought him exactly what he needed to run the multiple fronts that he wanted to run. Yeah, right. we knew Fletcher doesn't want to be a head up nose, so they would have got a head up nose in and you know in, in Davis. Mm-hmm. They went out got linebackers that are rush ins like Hassan Reddick. Yeah. To run a if they want to run a 30 front or a 50 front, they can do that now with the personnel that they brought in. I think they also yeah. I, Barrett, I think they also, you know, aren't in love with the fact that the Eagles were a running team last year. Right. But they realize this is what's best for us. Let's let's let the coach do what he's got to do. Right, so right. I give him props there as well. All right. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, and we are coming to you from the beautiful beautiful, the luxurious the Ocean Casino Resort. It is the grand opening gallery, bar, books, and games. Hey, let me tell you about what's going on here. 12,000 square feet, $5 million, fully immersive venue, providing an unbeatable atmosphere centralized in the heart of the casino floor. 100-foot elevated center bar right behind me and lounge, 59 seats, 12 slots, all kinds of unbelievable stuff. We'll be right back. on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake them Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. And welcome back in, everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Coming to you live. We are so excited. We're having so much fun here today. Although Gunner's ordering people around. That's a whole different story. No, no, we'll, no. We'll get into that. No. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Hold up, You're getting man. a little bossy. All right? Yeah, yeah. A little bossy. A little bit. He's bit. the one that said he wanted a Coca-Cola. When and I, I said, okay, well. You got a Coke. You wait, know, wait, wait. Coke. Where's yours? Wow. Where's yours go? My, wait, it's in that, my nice ocean yeah. resorts wait a minute. mug. What yes. happened to your soda that was here? And he drank it. It's in my uh, it's in you nice, it's nice yet? ocean. Oh. Yes. It's in my nice ocean resort. Yes. And that's Cup. where we are. We Please. are at the Ocean Casino Resort, and we are here today for the for the opening. The opening. Just this is we're blowing it out today, July 1st, for the gallery bar book and games. And look who we're joined by, gentlemen. We, we were talking about the, the Eagles bosses a little bit earlier. And we're just the minions. We are just the guys trying to get through the show. But the man himself, Krause, Joe Krause, the boss man, is here, Joe. Like, first of all, the lid is strong, man. Yeah. Love the lid. I'll tell you about that in a moment. By the way, Gunner, what? until I get a check, only refer to it as a soda. <laughs> oh, there we go. See, Soft drink. See, Soft drink. drink. Before we went to a commercial break, here's a prime example of what I was saying about Howie Roseman. There's a time and place when you need to let the bosses stay upstairs and do the stuff and let the quarterbacks run the show. I agree, and this man. is one right of those on. times, man. Right on. I agree. And listen, I'm not here to talk football. I'm not here to talk sports. But I do want to say yeah. uh, welcome to you. Uh, welcome to Sports Take. And a shout out to the entire Ocean Casino Resort Amazing. team. No question. This no question. is spectacular inside the gallery yeah our guy zach taking care of us too we, we I mean, it's, it's much appreciated yeah, it really right. is you know i mean the way they treat you here i mean it's it's, it's top notch man. all i can first tell you class. is first class i mean i'm sure people have had experiences before where maybe it wasn't his grab this is the real deal okay there this is the real deal here see i want to talk to zach after the show and see if i can relocate my family to here permanently here we <laughs> go here we go I'm just, saying, I'm just throwing it out there for conversation no i'm not making demands rob i thought i'm just asking when, a question when you told the people who worked here not to make eye contact i thought that was Come going on, a bit far. that serious? was a bit far that's all i'm saying man, man. Come on. i do want to put something out here which yeah. is why i wanted to jump on yes. every week during the football season during this upcoming season we will be live following the game from this incredible venue. Amazing. So it, it's just an amazing venue. We'll be here all season uh, with our Jacob post-game show. And a big announcement coming up on July 19th. Ooh. That's all I'm going to say. 18 days from now. July 19th, we'll have an incredible announcement, huge press conference, uh, and I'm very, very excited about it. And I'm thrilled 
that we're going to be right here yes. inside the gallery. Love it. Love it, Joe. How Good did you, stuff, How man. did you swing that deal? How did you do that? <laughs> What's that? Put that to deal get us together? Here, to get people here for your postgame show here. You know what, uh, Geekon? This started with the postgame show that we did on the Jacob Media Channel yeah. one year ago when nobody was out in the public. And the success of the postgame show led to the conversation. And now, as everybody knows, watching on the Jacob Sports YouTube channel, Ocean Casino Resort is our exclusive presenting partner. Uh, and I'm excited to be here. That's, yeah, awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. See it on the graphic. I mean, it's, it's the top best. notch. Yeah, yeah, we're thrilled yeah. to be here, man. We are thrilled to be here. Joe, good work. Keep it up, man. Good stuff. Keep cranking. July 19th. Full steam ahead, Big baby. news, full steam ahead. Yep. A little bit later on, by the way. Rick Saratella from the NFL Draft Bible. He'll be here. Yep. The Philly Godfather will be here uh, in the 2 o'clock hour. And a lot of good stuff coming up this football season. All right. Can't wait. Good. All right. Good, good stuff. Wait. I'm exiting now out of the shot. I'm going back up to the suite. No, no. <laughs> Derek, Derek has some more demands, Joe, so you can't go too far. Yeah, right. I have my people call your people exactly after the right. show. <laughs> right on, brother. Yeah, exactly. All right, Joe Krause, our boss, hopping on for a minute. Krause, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. How about the Kango, man? He's, he's got the Strong, Ocean Resort man. Kango. Dude, he, he told me this, and I didn't believe him at first, but he told me this was before Christmas. He told me he has over 700 Kangos. And I'm like, I didn't I even know they can get that many color combinations. Right, right. I can believe it, man. Well, he, that was pretty. That's pretty sweet. Did he hook you up? As a logo, he hooked me up with one. It was yep. like a plaid one, and I wore it on one of our shows. I'm still trying to find the perfect colors. I got, obviously I got to wear solid colors with it because it's plaid. Yeah, I got to find the perfect colors to wear with the Kangol they gave me. So you remember it was two weeks ago, I believe. Um, I wore I wore a couple different hats. Yes. During our show, I was doing the yes. show from from down the shore. Yes, I remember well. We, we had Al Morgani on that day, if you remember. Yes. Uh, Barry, you were golfing. I think I'm you hopped golfing, on yeah. it a little bit, but so Al, even up until this week, is still ripping me for wearing those cowboy hats. So you got to be careful what you wear, man, on the air. You never know what could happen. <laughs> Barry, Barry, you should have seen him. I had, I, I, I had, I had a really, Chesney thing going. I, I had to really bite my tongue uh, <laughs> in terms of some of the things I wanted to say about the selection of uh, headwear that he had on. There were a couple in particular that were questionable. Yes. I'll just leave it at that. Right, right. We'll discuss it after I took a show. lot of heat you on You guys don't know, Rob. Like, Rob, Rob he'll, he'll rock a kangaroo. I'm not afraid of Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the first time that I was outside with Rob, you know, and, and it wasn't a business type of event, I walk in, and who do I see? Rob got a little swag, man. You know, he yeah. it's not the same Rob you see on There's different personas. TV and then yes. you hear on the radio. Yeah. He's a little different, man. You know, he's got a little swag to him, man. He's got a little pep to his step. Yeah, yeah. He got a nice little Kango on, distressed jeans. Thank you. Thank you. A little swag, man. And by the way, I'm, I've been checking out Barrett on, on Bird's Huddle. Yeah. He's strong. He's bringing, oh, no, he's always strong. He's that's going you, strong with the with what the you're doing when you got that big money. Yeah, man. It's not big See, that's money. See, we that's why I wear holy jeans and, and beat-up T-shirts because – that's all I can afford. That's what you know. That's what rich people do. That's rich people they, don't all, show you they're rich. They that's what they do. Yeah, they downplay. They don't show you they're rich. They just you know carry themselves in a way that there's something about them, and that's Derek right yeah. there. It's something you know, about them. You mentioned the word swag a moment ago, and we got to give our producer Xander Krause a lot of a lot yes. of props. Yes. Because we browbeat him for weeks oh, about yes. getting well, us some... mostly you, but we all right. kind of <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. All right. I will. I will take the bullet. But it's funny how soon as I mention it, we're you all guys in. chimed in. Yeah. But Xander you, came through the, the day, first man. one through the door always gets blown. Yes. Okay. Xander came through, man. He got us the hat. Yeah, he did. He got us a nice Jacob Sports 
polo shirt. Pretty good swag. Hey, man, Xander, you went above and beyond, man. You know what? I'm off your case until September. September. At September. You're, you're yeah. off his case until Tuesday. Okay. Okay, let, let me rephrase that. Xander, I'm off your case until Tuesday. Maybe the next yeah. hour of the show. <laughs> Xander said thumbs up. Sweet lids, too. I like the baseball. Oh, baseball um, lids are sweet. Yeah, looking good. Also, uh, Darius. Uh, 1224. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, give some love to the to the to the chat room. I yeah, I, yeah, I gotta I gotta pull it up. Appreciate that. We got the. I don't know if my mom. I don't know if my mom's on, but uh, hi, mom. If you your are, mom was on. Mom, it's okay, mom. Why you neglect on? the mom like that? I didn't neglect her, man. I just hey, even Trish chimed in a few times. Uh see, I and I, I, I wasn't ignoring guy. anybody. I just didn't doing? have the chat up see? on mine. Maggie, where are you? We need FYI. some more Rob stories. Yeah. Maggie. No, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> no, Maggie, if no. you're out there, please. Oh, hold on. Did you did you have your Cheerios Cheerios on the way in? Uh, I did. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I ran out yesterday. So it was a bit of a crisis when I got up today and realized that. So I very early, I was the first customer in my local supermarket. <laughs> Today. Can you please? They're all stocking the shelves. They're like, "Are you buying something right now?" Can you? Can, I? can you please up your game at least to Honey Nut Cheerios? No, no, oh, no. I love Honey Nut Cheerios. No, that's blasphemous. Man. Right, no, just what? Cheerios. Can't do that. Nasty man. Water. That's all he had. Cheerios with water. That's, that's gross. Dude. That's all you need. That's straight up gross. It's all you need. Yeah. So, um, yes, I'm good now. I, I feel better. Uh, maybe we'll get some stories from uh, from my. I got my daughter here. She'll tell some stories. Maggie, we need you. Yeah, Maddie will. Maddie will give you the real stories. They will do that. But she'll tell us where the bodies are buried. Yes, yes. <laughs> some stuff in the trunk. You never know what's going on. But yeah, we see everybody. We give everybody some love here. Chris, we see Chris, you. We see you. Uh, Eastside, uh, Jeremiah Birdman, Big yep. Birds, all of all of our folks. We appreciate it. We see you, Mr. Taz. Uh, all of our usuals, William Donald, Forte. All you guys. So we appreciate you guys hanging out on the stream in the chat. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of things that we, we, we dove into early here from a Sixers perspective and what this is going to look like. But let me – and we got kind of sidetracked in a good way talking about, you know, what, how they're going to approach Jalen Hurts and what you do and all those kind of things. But I got to ask you guys, and I, I kind of touched on this earlier. So if you're looking at a starting lineup – and I still think Tobias Harris could be traded. It very well could happen. But who knows? Harden – Maxi, Harris, Tucker, Embiid coming off your bench. Melton, you throw a Daniel House in there, uh, you know, et cetera. As you I, look at it right yes. now, that's I, look. I think they've improved. Yes, they have. But have they improved enough? No. In the in the East, no. I, I, I have to temper my expectation. You say no, but no. That's being that's being that's being almost spoiled in the aspect that you know, all right, you know they're going to make it to the playoff. You know that. But do they have enough to, to, to make it pass and go to the third round? Yes, I do think they have enough for that. Here's, here's why I said no. I think they've gotten tougher. Which they need they need to do. No, 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 no. You need more perimeter game. Where are you going to get it from? You need more perimeter game. So Tucker you, you can hit a three. I'm not telling you he's a scorer. He's not. No, no Tucker, Tucker will give you an occasional a corner three. three. Yeah. Now, he's good from the corner, but he will miss – from the corner also yeah. quite frequently. Melton will give you some punch off the bench. He'll give you some punch. Uh house, okay. I, no, they don't right now that's still an area that they need. I need to a Seth Curry. Here. I need a Seth Curry on this roster. I need a I need another guy that can bomb away from beyond the arc. Right now they, I don't see it. So if Brooklyn if this turns into like a fire sale, which it looks like it's headed to real quick, right? Could you get Curry back? 
Yeah, I would. If we wow. got Curry back, we'd be complete. That to me would be a monster. That return, would be huge. Getting him back. That would be huge. He's ideal for this team. Yes. And you know the the in comparison to what some some of these other guys are getting in the league, his salary is pretty reasonable. It's Absolutely. not crazy. No, no, and he you can, have you to can get easily fit him under a cap. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And if you can get Seth Curry back here, now we're talking about game changing. Well, I'm I'm just saying this, man. You know, with the way the roster is constructed right now, we still see Tyre. Tyrese Maxey is a guy that's going to get better. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yep. And I think and maybe we don't account enough for that. That's fair. Maybe yeah. we don't account enough for that. Yeah, and that's that. I don't think people are, are looking at that. They're just thinking, all right. I think he will be that that create your own shot guy that they need. He'll be a guy that could be that spark plug to to, to ignite the offense. Although, think about it this from this perspective, Barrett. You know, he averaged twenty points per game last year. Right. Pretty darn good. I mean, how much well, – Mike? no, which is was great. That, was that expecting? No, no, it, was, exactly. it wasn't. I didn't think he'd take that leap. I thought he would improve, but not to that degree. But how much more can you expect from him, I guess is what I'm asking. I can expect a lot more than that because he played young, and he, he was young in how he approached the game. As he gets more and more mature in his game, he'll know when he needs to do it instead of somebody telling him to do it. A lot of the times, yeah. if you look at Harden, had to tell him when to turn it on. Yeah. Well, I think he his maturation of being around these guys will allow him now to go out and and, and do it himself, which will allow others, you know, what I'm saying to work within his game also. No, you're right. Look, Harden had to get get on him is probably strong, but Harden had to encourage him at time. Yeah. Doc wasn't afraid to to call him out publicly. Exactly. On, on certain things, and I think in 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 that sense, you're right. He'll. He'll understand moments better. And I thought he did a pretty good job at it last year. Absolutely. Too. absolutely. But, right, but right, he'll no know, like, all right, we got nothing else going on right now. Nobody's, you know, I got to pick it up. And I think he'll get that part of it a little bit better. That's, that's the part that, yeah. that, that, that I'm, I'm looking at. And I, I see him progressing at the most. Yeah. Knowing that he needs to be that guy. Or no, or knowing, you know, when to stop the bleeding, you know, whatever. Right, and, yep, when, right. he, when it seems on a run or any of those. He's going to be days. stronger, you know what I'm saying? Because oh, he, sure. he already admitted it. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not strong enough to do what you just said I did. What you also <laughs> need him to do is be competent. I'm not telling you good. Competent on defense. Yeah. He was a bit of a turnstile. Liability, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's an area he can improve on, too. And, right. and a lot of that, too, is just positioning, yep. technique. And you know the efforts there from the kid. That's never been questioned. Right. No so, question about it. And he's a, he's a gym rat. He is a – we talk about Jalen Hurts. Tyrese Maxey is a live-in-the-gym type yes, of dude, yeah. too. The work they ethic is there. Third, he, he, he said, this is his third workout of the day. Well, they, they had to tell – like, literally, like, the day after the season, they were like, dude, just stay out of the gym for, like, a week. We need you to just chill for a week. <laughs> I love that. He needs to put a, he needs to put on a little weight, though. A little, little, yeah, little, little muscle yeah, to he, him. He's not what you call skinny, but he yeah. can definitely get stronger. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, you know, he can't be bouncing him around like a pinball. Yeah, yeah, no, I like yeah. Brunson with muscling Oh, my you know goodness, yes. No question about How about it. that contract? Well, we'll oh get, let's talk about that when we get back. That's for sure. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, and we are coming to you from Ocean Casino Resort, the gallery. All right, let me let me tell you a little bit about, you know, what's going on here. Ocean Resort, in incredible. Spanning 20 beachfront acres on the world-famous Atlantic City boardwalk, Ocean Casino Resort, 1,399 guest rooms and suites, 135,000 square feet of gaming entertainment. That's over 1,700 slots you got to come out, hang with us, see these handsome fellas.
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. The following is a real testimonial from the father of a young injured victim. I didn't think she was going to make it. Major Perry's daughter was the victim of a horrific accident caused by someone else's negligence. If you don't find the right counselor, law firm that you're looking for, you will get lost in the wilderness. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm at 215-458-2222 and find out why they say, we got this. Sports Day, Jacob Sports Media on this beautiful Friday, July 1st, as we head into the weekend. And we are coming to you from Ocean Casino Resort, the gallery. You can see what an amazing setup this is behind us. The gallery, bar, book, and games. Your sports book immediately to my right. Got all the odds up here. We got the Rangers and the Mets tonight as I look over at the, at the sports book. Table games. We got the bar right here. We got the big screen with some really, really handsome fellas on uh, behind us. I'm not sure. <laughs> that guy are. in the red shirt. Guy in the red He's shirt. My is favorite. Denzel Washington esque. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Man, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. That's exactly how you wrote it. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm just All reading right. from the <laughs> Derek Gunn script. Say Denzel Washington. You okay. left out smooth as silk. Uh, a humanitarian. Very humble. Yes. Yeah. The, the man who refers to himself in the third person is D Gun. He is very humble. Trust oh, well, see, we haven't you. talked to D Gun today. D Gun hasn't come out yet. No, he hasn't come out yet. Yeah, that'll that'll be soon. We'll, we'll we'll see D Gun soon. You know, what we're I told see you soon? have to be nicer because of who I'm sitting next to That's over here. That's a good here. point. He'll squash you like a grape, as they say. Uh, Rich Sartell is going to join us in a little bit, guys, and uh, he's got some uh, some news for us. It'll be coming up at nice. about one twenty-two. I'm just I'm just saying, a little bit of news which he'll be joining us in a little bit. All right, so we were talking about the Eagles. So, guys, let's do this. Let's dive a little bit into the AFC, okay? We, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, what this was, you know, basically the gist of it is, 
And we always try and jump around. We give you Eagles, but we also like to give you NFL as well. We started looking at the uh, at the AFC in particular um, and and kind of ranking them division wise. And we you want to go least to best. We'll start at the bottom and work our way to the top. However you want to do it. All right. Why don't we do that? So you have the AFC East. Let me give you the teams in each division just to refresh people's memory. AFC East, the Bills, the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Jets, AFC North, the Bengals, the Steelers, the Browns, the Ravens, AFC South, Titans, Colts, Texans, Jaguars, AFC West, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. All right, Derek, I'll start with you on this one. If you're, Why if you want to make me go first? Because you're D-Gun. Okay. If we're D-Gun said he ready. <laughs> D-Gun said he passed. Go to Barrett. D-Gun just popped up. D-Gun said, you know what? I'm ready. He's ready for anything. All right, let's start with the, with the weakest of the divisions that I just went through. West, south, north, east. Of those four. Yeah. Which one would you say is the easiest generally overall? I would have to say the South. Okay. There's no question the South. We know what Tennessee is, even if, even without uh, A.J. Brown. I still think they're the cream of the crop. Now, Solid. Matt Ryan yeah. Matt Ryan is going to elevate Indianapolis's game. To what degree, we don't know, because Matt Ryan has never won the big game, a big game for me. But when you look at the other two teams, now Jacksonville is one of those up-and-coming teams. I do believe Doug Peterson is going to turn them around right away. They've had an infusion of veteran talent. Trevor Lawrence is a year older, a year wiser. They're, they're getting better on the offensive line, which was a big problem for that team. Got They've gotten makers. better in the receiving department. Mm-hmm. So I do think – I don't know if they're going to be a 500 team, or, but I think they're going to be right there at yeah, C level. They, they won't be 3-14. and 14. No, no. Houston yeah. is a mess yes. right now. Yes. Okay? I hate to say it, but Houston has a long way to go. I feel sorry for the new head coach down there because uh, – Lovey Smith. They, yeah, they, Lovey Smith is a great person. He's well-respected for his defensive prowess, but he doesn't have a lot to work with down there right now. No. David Culley should still be that coach, Yeah, David Culley got, got screwed over big time. Yep. He was set up to fail down there. Yes, he was. So I would have to say tennis, uh, the, the, NFC, the AFC South, definitely the weakest of the four divisions. Yeah, I'm going to be really curious what, what kind of – I mean, the Colts were nine and eight last year. Yep. What does that look like with Matt Ryan? Is that right. ten and seven? Are they eleven and six? You have a really good running game. I don't really love their weapons, their their receivers. Yep. Um, but I do think he'll he'll bring a stability. Will Matt Ryan? And Absolutely. I still believe yes. Frank Reich's a good coach. I do too. Um, you're talking about a team that you know probably has the second best offensive line in the league. I agree. You know, you you got guys that are good on the offensive line, and then the defensively. They're one of the top defenses, you know, not the top defense in that division. So, you know, they have a lot left there, you know, even though Carson is gone. They have a lot there because they have the probably the number two running back. And, in in, you know, he was a rushing title winner last year. So as they're constructed right now, they're better than they were last year. They're more consistent than they'll be than they were last year. And with them having the ability to run the ball, and now a quarterback that will stabilize that offense, there's somebody that, you know, they're going to probably win that division, even though you have the Titans sitting there, you know. that. Um, I mean, they, they were the number one seed. We forget about that. Right, exactly. Twelve wins. I don't, exactly. I, I don't know, B. Uh, I think they come back to earth a little bit, the Titans. Tennessee Tennessee has a nasty defense. Well, they're, that's right. You know, they're, they, rugged, they're rugged offensive line. They, they Tennessee's one of the few teams in the NFL – they want to physically beat you down. They, they take on the, the, the same way that their head coach was. Yes. Yep. You know? they, they want to beat you down. They want to pound you in the ground with the running game. 
they want to beat you up with physicality on defense. I don't know if Indianapolis can over, overcome that. Now, I agree with you. I think Indianapolis has a very good defense, very fast defense. They have statistically the best running back in the league. Yep. they got a great offensive line. Matt Ryan goes from a team in Atlanta that's on his way down to a team in Indy that should be on his way up. But you're right, the receiving core is suspect for Indianapolis. And that's why I think even though the Titans so lost A.J. Brown. Also. Yeah, I know. They lose A.J. Brown. Suspect. You're yeah. right. You're right. And they don't have Julio anymore. No, or, so or A.J. Or A- so, yeah. So, I mean, from that standpoint, that's why I said that the Colts are by far the better team because of the quarterback situation. Okay. And I do think they have better weapons on the outside than, uh, than the Titans do. Wow. So you think the Colts take the division this year? I think the Colts easily take the division. Easily. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I still think Tennessee's good. I don't think they're as good. They're not a 12-win team. I think both of those teams project maybe to be 10-win teams. I think it's going to be a tight division. Exactly. Yeah. But you look at it from this standpoint. Henry, the pound still he's taking yep. and the pounding he will take, will he be healthy enough to keep going? Yeah, and, and they may be having to put more on him, which you shouldn't be doing as he's getting <laughs> exactly, up in his career. Exactly. He missed significant time last he, season. For yes. the first time. Wear and tear finally caught up to him. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah it did. And it right. usually doesn't go in a – in the opposite direction. No, that's what I'm saying. Start that, yeah. Especially with the running back. They can exactly. hit that wall hard, especially a guy like that yep. who's a punisher. Yeah. All right, so the South, we would say, would be the weakest. Yep. What would be the, the, the second team as we're working our way up between the North, the East, and the West in the AFC? I would say number three would be the East. Um, when I look at Buffalo, I think Buffalo will win that division. But how soon we forget, New England only finished one game behind them, and they still have a quarterback that's developing. They went out and got a bunch of receivers. They got two great tight ends. Yeah, they do. Miami only finished two games behind Buffalo. Nine wins, yep. Nine, uh, one game behind Miami. Streaky, man. They, they were went all out, over yes. the place. And they went out and spent a lot of money. Yeah, the Cheetah, among oh others. Tariq Hill, though, I don't know what he was thinking. I understand he's trying to make friends with a quarterback. Bad spot for, them, for him. But Tariq Hill earlier this week came out and said that he thought Tua was more accurate in throwing than Patrick Mahomes. Now, come on, dude. I, I'm, I'm like, like okay. stop. I, stop. I know you want him to get you the ball, man. But <laughs> seriously, yeah, I got a lot of respect for Tyreek. He's been around the game a long time. But you're going to come out and say Tua is more accurate than Tua Mahomes? Tua is a better thrower than Mahomes. Right. No. no. <laughs> but, you don't need, but with his game, you don't – accuracy is not, accuracy is not what his game is all and about. And he's not a deep no. thrower, you Barrett. You know, you, no. He, Tyreek Hill is a weapon that you just got to – all right, I'm going to throw as far as I can, as hard as I can, and I'm just going to let him run up on right, him. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't have to be accurate to get it to him. Or if we, or you throw it out to him on a quick slant or or a little speed screen, yeah. and then he that's when he you know gets the ball in his hand that he becomes magic. All this accurate stuff that has nothing to do with Tyreek's game. Yeah, he doesn't stop. need accuracy. He just needs you to just get the ball And, there, and you know? why, like, why are you bringing up Patrick Mahomes? Like, exactly. like don't – you don't need to do the comp thing. But, but anyway – but here's an interesting anomaly here with the Patriots last year. You realize they were six and two on the road, four and five at home. Yes, yeah. Very strange. Yes, that's not New England. New- no. Usually they're a dominant team at home. Right now, obviously the quarterback went through some growing pains. Yeah, but he didn't play that bad. No, he was solid. And in the second half of the season, he played a lot better. And so now the Patriots. I expect the Patriots to get Buffalo a run for their money in that division. Yeah, I, I do too. I do. I think. I think it's gonna. And you know. What's it been now? This will be the third year without Brady. Yes. You know yes. Belichick is stewing. Yes. Like, he doesn't like this. He wants to show everybody that it wasn't just Tom Brady. So, that's 
something to keep your eye on for sure. Anytime New England, who was it? When New England went into Buffalo, who won that game? Oh, that and throwing the ball three times. That crazy, windy, cold. Yeah, a hundred oh. mile an hour wind. Yeah, the the Patriots won. And the Patriots won that game. Yes. Yeah, they when they threw the ball eight times. Yeah, yeah. They? But but see, in you saying that, they might have a little bit of a regression just trying to learn who their offensive coordinator is going to be. Right. They lost their GM in their office. Yeah, Josh McDaniels is a big loss. You're right. Good point. It's a good point. Yep. How would I mean? They're doing that committee thing. It's it's like um, Belichick's going to help call a play. Well, and Matt Patricia's involved on the offensive side. Right. What is that all about? It's the judge is back. That's right. Yep. That's a weird setup. Like if anybody can pull it off, it's probably New England. But that's a weird setup for me. I don't love it. Me neither. Yeah. I wonder about that. All right. So you you would rank it right now, south worst, east would would be third. Yep. Who would be your number two between the West now and the North? Oh, I would say number two has to be the North. Okay. That's a black and blue division. Yes. You know, you come out of that division. You know, Pittsburgh has questions at quarterback. We still don't know Cleveland's situation with Deshaun Watson. But that division, Baltimore is healthy. Lamar Jackson was beat up last year, missed some games with injury. But that division is, to me, and I cover that division for 10 years, um, it's never about record. It's about rivalry. It's about true hatred. Yes. All four of those teams hate each other. No doubt. In that division. With the passion. And and I just think that division is going to – you're going to have to spend a lot of time in the cold tub when you play games in that division. Absolutely. Well, you know, in playing in that division for all that time, man, um, you know know you're going to go against a a Ravens team when you were the Steelers that absolutely hated you and you hated them. Yes. Yes. Even Cleveland, as bad as they've been – Cleveland was always a game in which you know you gonna get you gonna beat them up pretty bad. That's right. That's but you are right. gonna hit the cold whirlpool afterwards. Yes. You know so, I even even with even with you know Watson not probably not being there for you know the season, I can see Cleveland still being better with you know Brissett and that defense and that running game. So it's not gonna be a walkover for you know pushover for any of those teams. I agree. And the Steelers are still gonna you know find a way to be better. They just gotta figure out. Who the quarterback's going to be. All right, we'll dive into the top division in a little bit, fellas. Hold tight. Uh, don't go anywhere. I don't think you are. But Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn. Uh, said he'll be right here. He's going to be right here, so don't <laughs> worry, anybody. Uh, Derek Gunn, uh, R. Ellis will be here, too. Don't worry. Uh, so we'll get a quick timeout. We come back. I'm looking forward to this, man. Uh, our, our new teammate, Rick Cetarello, is going to join us, and we'll talk to Rick about the Eagles, about the NFL. We're going to cover it all with Rick when we get back. Again, we're coming to you live from Ocean Casino Resort. The gallery, bar, book, and games, the opening today. It's going to be a lot of fun here today. They're going to have, among other people, the West Palton Drummers are going to be playing here. The Harlem Wizards are going to be here as well. Not to mention D. Gunn, B. Brooks, and R. Ellis are going to be hanging out. All kinds of awesome stuff here. You don't want to go anywhere. This is the absolute place to be.
on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV, now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mama. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. on this beautiful Friday as we head into the holiday weekend, July 4th. Can't wait for the festivities on Monday. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Today, Ocean Casino Resort, the gallery, the grand opening. The I mean, just an unbelievable undertaking by the folks here at Ocean and just unbelievable what there is here. I mean, we got the sports book. We got the amazed raised bar. We got the uh, tables behind us. We got the big screen TVs. You want to watch your games, including the Phillies tonight. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, I am Rob Ellis. And we are joined by our new teammate. Yes, our new teammate, Rick Saratella. Rick, good to see you, my man. Rick's going to be our lead-in guy. So a lot of pressure on Rick. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to get him nervous or anything. But he's going to be on 10A to 12P Monday through Friday, starting August 29th. I'm just teasing. See, Rick if I had him. said that, he would have said I'm stirring up trouble. See, That's right. So That's right. What's up, Rick? Hey, you're the stir, I'm the straw. It's all good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, Rick is an AC guy. You guys didn't know. You can follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Rick, R-I-C-S-E-R-R-I-T-E-L-L-A. Of course, Rick, we know you from the NFL Draft Bible, Sports Illustrated, but, man, we can't wait for you to get started with us. Yeah, I can't wait to be the bridge kind of between the Mac and Mac show and the sports take, you know. Jody Mack is a guy. I've been going on his show 15, 20 years you wow. know, when, when I was a nobody, so – I really respect the Mac and Mac crew and then being the bridge 
to you guys, the sports take. I've been watching kind of from afar, tuning in. The chemistry you guys have kind of developed, the guests that you bring on, and then connecting it with the Dan Cilio show. I mean, yeah. straight up, Jacob Media is the the new home for Eagle Sports Talk, and that's what we're taking over. Not yeah. playing around. I mean, so 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 if you can, can you give us a little insight in terms of what your show format is going to bring to our viewers? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be football orientated, but it doesn't mean we can't talk about other sports, right? And like you know, Rob mentioned. Atlantic City. I mean, what a wonderful place, by the way. We're burning up Absolutely. the carpets here at the Ocean <laughs> Sportsbook Grand Opening. I met my wife here. I got married here. Well, okay, I live okay, here. Okay, okay. So right, Atlantic yeah. City Ocean right. Club, I appreciate the hospitality, showing me some love while you guys are working. I'm over there, <laughs> you know, soaking in the, the, the hospitality. But they've been wonderful to us. And Rick I may have given the bar a test run. I don't know. I'm just saying. Some <laughs> just of my sources told me that. I'm not you sure. Know, hey, we're contributing That's to the exactly right. I got. I, they told me I'm the first person to place a wager in the sports book. I got the Philly. Oh, the original right now. Oh, hey, give okay. me uh, the first well, one. What did we go with here? What's Phil, up? Phillies, man? Okay, right. you got the Phillies tonight. There we go. Yeah, there I go. mean, it's got to be good luck. I, I agree with know? that. That's good and, karma right there. Yeah, man. and we're doubling down here in Atlantic City. I mean, the post game show. Yep. The Eagles talk, and that's really what I want to bring to the to the audience is just real football talk. That's what people know me for. We're going to bring you inside the NFL community, bring you all kinds of special guests, bring you that flavor, but bring you real talk, not any of this fluff. No disrespect to ESPN, NFL Network, their morning shows and all that nonsense. Like, we're just getting down to the nitty gritty. I talk X's and O's. But I'm going I'm to incorporate pop culture. We're going to talk a little bit about the community and the culture and everything else. All well, right. you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a junkie for college football. You know, I do college football on the weekends, and that's your thing. You're well-versed at that, man. You know, and I love the fact that you're – your draft coverage and everything else, man. But, you know, tell me a little bit how you're going to approach that and attack, attack that going into this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been scouting for the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl for the past four or five years. So I'm going into 75, 80 campuses per year talking to wow. the coaches, talking to the cafeteria wow. workers. I'm tailgating with the parents. Like, I get the dirt. I see the entourage. Like, you see what kind of product and environment these people come from. And, like, when you get to the NFL, that's the real deal. The, the skill set, as you know, is so small, yeah, it's, right? Yeah, it's not but much. Like, but, like, in between the ears, in between the heart, can I work with you? Do you get it? Right. Like, that's the right. X factors. And when Those you can, intangibles. Exactly. And I, and I learned the more I do this, the more I understand that that's really what makes or breaks people at the premier level. Now, now during a football season, both with the college game and the pro game, how many hours do you spend a week just watching film, man? Well, I mean, everybody who's followed me over the past 20 years or so through, through the trials and tribulations, it hasn't all been success, but they know it's a can't stop, won't stop situation. <laughs> so it's 20 hours a day, seven days a week because it's not work for me. But I mean, we're in the we're in the film room. I mean, every day, all day, but we also have to handle our business. So I think like Greg Ciano said it best, like, hey. Sometimes recruiting is half the battle and understanding scouting is who you know. And that's half the battle because I, I've been in the same schools for the past two decades. I know who's going to shoot me straight, who's going to shoot me up the river, and who's going to BS me, right? And that's right, half right. the battle. Right. All right, let me ask you that on the college football theme here. USC, UCLA going to the Big Ten in 2024. Good for the college game, bad for the college game. Where, where, where do you stand on that? I mean, it's an evolution, not a revolution, but an evolution because college players have been paid as professionals under the table. 
Now NIL has kind of brought it to the forefront. But at the end of the day, the college football programs are satellite third-party communities from the individual campus itself. These players are not going to classes, let's be honest. No, I mean, like, they're I not there. <laughs> My mom wasn't playing. Yeah. Ms. Brooklyn, say Barrett, you're playing in the wrong era. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> At the wrong school. Yeah, Miss Miss Brooks was playing that. She was like, uh, excuse me, uh, Coach Schneider, <laughs> what is this grade that this young man has? Uh, you need to handle this. Yeah, and I think, you know, what we're going to is towards a have and have not yeah, kind of I don't think it's good, personally. Well, I think I think the NCAA is so archaic and outdated. I could see a super PAC conference of, like, 64 teams with the SEC and some of these bigger schools, and you have the haves and the have-nots. But these guys out here, like Jordan Addison, getting recruited for $3 million, why does he need to go to class? Like, these are satellite third-party entities yeah. that are there to play football and generate revenue for the school. They're not amateurs anymore. Let's get over that. And so I think what you're seeing with UCLA and USC is, hey, follow the money. This is big business. This is not amateurism anymore. Yeah. Well, that, and that's their lies, you know, what people have been saying for a long time. It used to be uh, um, that the NCAA was just a monopoly. Right. And you know what I'm saying? So it now was. they shut the monopoly right. down. Right. Now they're going forward with this, you know, because – you know, people go to college to make money. In the NFL, in order to get to the NFL, you have to be three years removed from high school. That, to me, that's not really fair because a lot of people don't have, you know, a college mindset. You know, or I mean, what was wrong with me if I if I just, you know, stopped, left high school and went to the post office and then waited three years and went pro? You know, so it's – it's, it's kind of a, a, a messed up situation because you never know. You never know what this guy could have been if he wasn't. I know guys right now that are better athletes than I was, better player than I was. They just weren't college material. But and they I, couldn't take it to the next level. But I have to ask you this then. Do you think a 19-year-old is ready to play against grown Physically. men? Some of them. Physically? Leonard Fournette would have been ready to go. Yeah, but there are exceptions though, guys. Right. There you know are exceptions too. So those those kids need to go to college or, or have these – you know the S, you know XFL or, or some type of work as a minor league, league. Okay. yeah. You know, okay, that you can these kids can go to because there's a lot of kids that just aren't college material. Right. Some have learning disabilities. Right. Some guys just don't want to go to college. They want to play in the NFL. Right. We understand, you know, that you know the NFL is hard to get in. It's 180,000, um, 180,000 students leave. And are eligible to go to the NFL every single year. There's yep. only 32 teams. There's 53 men on each team. Right. Out of those 53 men, it's going to be 40 people who are going to be on the team from the previous year. You got seven draft picks. You got about five guys that are going to come from other teams and go to another team. So there's only like what, at the, at the very most, 13 slots available each year. So because of that, you know, the likelihood of you doing it is like less than one percent that you making it to the NFL anyways. Yeah. yeah point so it's zero tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. It is tough. There's no doubt. All right, college, but also you're big in the NFL, obviously. You can talk a lot of birds. We talk Eagles every day. I'm curious where you stand here as we go into this season. We're less than a month away from training camp. Yeah, I mean, I visited the Ocean Sportsbook. They got the Cowboys favored to win the NFC East, but in Rick's book, it's the Eagles to me. <laughs> like, you know, and I, and I say that, like, Nick Sariana, you talk about a rookie head coach, the only first-year head coach to bring his team to the playoffs last year. And I think he was in over his head at the gate, but he adapted, he adjusted. Yep. And I think that's really what separates him. Like you can figure it out 
if a coach is going to get right. And he adjusted on the fly and said, hey, I need to delegate a little bit more. I need to focus more on the CEO organization responsibilities. And I think, you know, Nick Sariani is a good good players coach, you know. That's uh, big. You know, it is. The, the players and whether them. and whether that story or whether he wanted to fight the Giants fan, whether that's true or not. Yeah. I love it. That speaks to the people. Exactly. That's intensity. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, like, he's so passionate. He's so fiery. By the way, the only Italian head coach in the NFL. You know? (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm sure that's what what closed the deal for Howie and Jeffrey. But, no, I – yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but I I think, like, it really – like, I I heard you guys talking about Jalen Hurts earlier, right? And it really – if you look at the common denominator at contending teams in the NFL, it – starts and ends with quality quarterbacks yeah. and Jalen Hurts needs to show me he can take the next step. He's shown improved accuracy in the short to intermediate game. I think the potential to throw the ball downfield is there. Right. But at the end of the day, like I went back and just checked like every game he's thrown for over 300 yards, they've lost. Wow. Right. And so that tells me like when he's got to carry the team on his back, that's not the best strategy for the Eagles. But then I say, if you're a franchise quarterback, you got to show me you can carry a team on your back. And I think also like Miles Sanders got to put his big boy pants on. Not the first time I said that. I don't know. Needs to step up all these knickknack, patty whack, give a dog a bone injuries. Like buckle up, brother. Like this is the NFL and we need you to step your game up. And if you think about it, like, I think Jalen Hurts had 10 rushing touchdowns. I think Boston Scott had five. Jordan Howard had three. Miles Sanders had zero. No you touchdowns. Because yep. he ain't that tough in between the tackles runner. Yeah. I mean, it's the difference between being injured and, and, and being hurt. You're always going to be hurt through the NFL, your body. But, see, that's, that's, that goes with, you know, these teams not going in and practicing. Your body's not hardened to go through the rigmaroles of an NFL season. Yeah. You got to know that you can play through something in order to play through it. And some guys go out there and they think that they're injured and they're just hurt. And yeah. I'm, I'm saying, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, my body, I'm, I'm feeling all that stuff right now because I played injured and I played hurt. Right. But, you know, I mean, new athletes just don't do it these days. But I think this is a situation where if he wants to get paid, if he wants to be thought of in the elite category, we got to see it. I mean, nobody argues that he's got talent. I mean, just with the yards per carry, he's a home run hitter, but it's not always about the home run. Sometimes you got to get singles and doubles. Ground and pound. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, it's part eventually of the game. those guys start getting up off the ground a little bit. You know, defenders start getting up the ground a little bit gingerly because they've been pounded and pounded, and he's getting better and better as the game goes on. That's 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 what comes with being an NFL running back. Let me ask you this. Do you think Washington is that sleeper team in that division? No. Nobody talks about Washington. Yeah. You always talk about the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah. But we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. Don't sleep on that Washington team. Well, I think somebody said it best when Carson Wentz is still going to be throwing touchdown passes to Eagles players. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? I he gets mean, another out-out-out for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like at the end of the day, Taylor Heineke is the best quarterback on that roster. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's just what I saw from the last year of observing the NFL. Like, you can talk about contracts. You can talk about dollars. You can talk about what Washington is going to do. But at the end of the day, as you've seen, I, I saw Carson. So here's a quick story at the combine. I said, Carson, bro, like, stop 
diving head first because you're just going to keep getting hurt. If right, you remember right. his last year at North Dakota State, he got hurt from diving head first. And I said, bro, that was not the first time. I said, you got to stop this nonsense. And so he comes to Philly. The first couple years, two, three years, he gets hurt. You know how? Diving head first. Yeah. So he's a thick-headed individual, which I come from an Italian family. I understand it. I get it. <laughs> but when you're playing in the NFL, you got to have more sense for the long game. And I've never seen Carson Wentz get through an entire season from start to finish. So with that being said, I can't put a lot of equity into the Washington football team. What do they call themselves? The commanders now. So yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's a lot. It, it, it revolves around the same conversation we have with Hertz. You know, we, we talk about the Eagles have done this. They've done a lot of things to upgrade, but it comes down to how Hertz plays. Washington's got some talent there. There's no doubt. And I think a good head coach, but it's all on Wentz and he can't, you know, his numbers weren't terrible last year, but it was bad decisions. It was the way he finished was awful. That Jags game is, is, and, but here's what really stood out to me. The fact that they wanted him out of there so badly. I mean, the owner and the GM killed any and all leverage they had and basically yeah. said, yeah, we want this guy out of town. You don't see that. Even with bad, really bad guys. You don't and see a year that. ago today, we were all saying if he's going to succeed, it'll be with Frank Wright. Yeah. Right. So there you go. You're right. Frank Wright sold them out. And I'll tell you another thing. Like you saw in Indy, he didn't have the weapons. So outside of Terry McLaren, who's he throwing to? Right. And so. Yeah, I mean, Logan Thomas, if he's healthy, is pretty decent, but it's not. Yeah, they, I hear. they took a receiver in the first round. Yeah, Dotson. And, and Curtis Samuels is not too bad now. I like Curtis Samuels, but what bad. I'm saying is that, you know, Tyler Tyler Hannikin is going to be the starter at some point. He might rally the troops. He might be their best hope, right? But I like Philly. I like Dallas is still there to me. Yeah. You can't count them out. I think Amari Cooper is a bigger loss than people realize. Yeah, no C.D. Lamb, obviously now a number one guy. Michael Gallup, a number two guy. I don't know. When you stack up weapons, like give me A.J. Brown, give me Devonta Smith, give me Quez Watkins in the slot, that's a dangerous offensive unit. Dallas Goder, oh, by the way, red zone mismatch. Like all the weapons are there for Jalen Hurts to take the next step. But, again, if you look at the numbers, and I'm not a big stat guy, but like completion percentage, bottom quarter of the NFL, passing yardage, bottom quarter of the NFL, touchdowns, bottom quarter of the NFL. So, like, we need to see if he can carry a team instead of guiding a team. Now, hey, we all remember the Bucks, right? Brad Johnson. We all remember right. the Ravens, Trent Tipper. Right. But those are exceptions to – Definitely defenses right? and yeah. uh, you know, they won games for them. And they got the defense. Like, Jordan Davis, to me, like, even if he only plays 50 – like, people forget Fletcher Cox played 50% of the snaps his rookie year. Right. Jordan Davis is going to come in here and be a disruptor on first and second down. And that was their Achilles heel last year. First down was their Achilles heel. They couldn't stop anybody. So, yeah. I mean, next thing you know, it's, it's second and four. Right. Second and five, second and three. Which gives you so many options as yeah, an offense. Your right, playbook right. triples, you know, when you have that type of uh, – Offensive output on first down, and they were the worst in the NFL on first down. Yeah, and defense, I, yeah. I think Jordan Davis, and, and like I, I spoke to him at the Maxwell Club Awards. I said, Jordan, man, everybody's talking about you can't play third downs. I said, I didn't say it. I'm just asking, like, what do you say to those people? He said, Hey, I looked in the mirror, I manned up. I hear you. I'm working. There we on go. It. Like, there we go. That's what. That's what my. That's focus where it starts. Is. This guy gets it, man. Listen yeah. to me. This guy took a red eye. He had a pro day the day before the Maxwell Club Awards took a red eye 
came straight off the plane because I interviewed him in his gear and his it, everything. And that's more than some other players would do. <laughs> Can right. <we> pick it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm just saying, like, this man loves the game. I spoke to him. He is going to endear himself to Yeah, Eagles he's got the personality. And Hassan Reddick, too, yeah. coming back. Yeah. Like, that workman like, like, the second level needed an upgrade. Hassan Reddick is it. Now, you can argue safety, Jaquiski Tart. I know they brought him in to me. You're trying to catch lightning in the bottle. I like the Bradbury edition, like opposite of uh, Slay. I think that's a great tandem. Avante Maddox may be one of the most underrated corners in the game. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're stacked at the cornerback position, the D-line position. Got to get a little bit stronger in the safety. Rick, dude, can't wait, man. Looking forward a lot, to it. A lot more of this coming up August right, I'm 29th. all fired up. Yeah, but man. He's shout out roll. Joe Krause. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Rick Saratella, he, he will start his show August 29th, 10A to 12P, leading right into us. And we can't wait, brother. Good work yeah, out of you, man. Buckle up, baby. Good seeing you as always. Welcome aboard, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you guys. All right, guys, step aside. We'll keep rolling through the NFL stuff. We'll also turn our sights to the Phillies, who went off last night to the Phillies offensively. They certainly woke up. That's for sure. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, coming to you from Ocean Casino Resort. The gallery, some unbelievable stuff this weekend at Ocean, that's for sure, from July 1st today till the 4th. Take in unmatched views from your hotel. Soak up the sun at Ocean Beach. Try your luck at $750,000 summer kickoff sweepstakes. Watch fireworks, spectacular, sing-along to live entertainment and more. Ocean Casino Resort is the perfect getaway for 4th of July weekend. with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
The following is a real testimonial from the father of a young injured victim. I didn't think she was going to make it. Major Perry's daughter was the victim of a horrific accident caused by someone else's negligence. If you don't find the right counselor, law firm that you're looking for, you will get lost in the wilderness. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm at 215-458-2222 and find out why they say, we got this. on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that can you... Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Yeah, give me a little music back. I like it, man. This is when you know it's Friday. It's close to a holiday weekend. You because, get bad singing. Because they're going to say you two are out of control. I know. And it's, we, we, got, we got a while to go. We're going to get even crazier in, in the next hour of the program. But welcome back in, everybody. We're here at the luxurious, the beautiful Ocean Casino Resort, the gallery, bar, book, and games, the brand new sports book here. We got the odds immediately over to our right. We got the bar right behind us. We got the table games. We got the big screen TVs. You got the fight here this weekend, Barry? Yes, the fight right here. Uh, it's a. Uh... Yeah, you say those names. <laughs> there's, more, there's more consonants and, and, and than vowels right, right. in some of these names. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. That'll say, I'll, I'll get Holloway, though. Holloway 3. Should be a good one. Should be a good one. Adesanya. Yeah, yeah just give it up. Volkanovski. See? That's it. I'm done. Yeah, right. that's it. That's it's, it. it's UFC 276. It'll be 10 o'clock tomorrow night. There you yeah. go. I wanna know there we go. There we go. I want to come up with these numbers. 273, 276. That's, that's, a, that's the... Well, number of fights it is. Man. We're on. So? That we're, is it. We're on show number fifty-three. I know you like it. I keep track of it. Yeah, there you go. This stuff. This is our fifty-third, and you know it's our fifty-third show. That's crazy, bro. Right here, man. It's all on the. On the <laughs> I cannot believe I've been sitting here weekly for fifty-three shows with you two. Uh, it's scary. It is scary. Get used to it, pal. But uh, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate. We appreciate that. that. Uh, all right, so guys, let's, let's sneak in a little Phillies here. We talked a lot of football and basketball. We'll get it back yeah. to basketball and all the activities last night. And actually, a big trade today. Malcolm Brogdon goes to the Celtics. What from the Pacers? Oh, so we'll get into to that. Replace uh, PJ Tucker. We'll get into that too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he what? ends up uh, Brogdon to from the uh, Malcolm Brogdon goes from the Pacers to the Celtics. All right. So Phillies last night, guys, fourteen to four. They put it on the Braves. They came out from really from the jump uh, from the first inning on and just put it on five home runs in the game last night. Derek Hall, the rookie who was just recalled, it was his second major league game, hit two home runs, only two hits as a, as a major leaguer. Schwarber, again, closes out June in, in you know great fashion. Castellanos got off the schneid. Oh, your boy. Finally. And Reese Hoskins. So five home runs. They end the month of June with 42 home runs, guys. They hit a lot of long balls in June. But let's look back at Schwarber for a minute for June. 12 home runs, 27 runs driven in. Just an absolute spectacular display. He had 16 last June for the Nationals. Yes. This guy, man, he's Mr. He's June. Today no is question. June 31st, according to our the Schwarber calendar. <laughs> right. And tomorrow's the 32nd. We are not changing that. Don't tell this dude it's July, okay? Let's just make sure there. Oh. But, I mean, if you look at things big picture, guys, all in all, 19-8 and eight record in June, pretty darn good. I mean, they start at the month of June – in, in really bad fashion. They were 21 and 29. So they're now 40 and 37. So you had to start chipping away. And look, I know they've had some big losses lately with Harper, with the injury. We don't know about Eflin with the knee. But all in all, and it coincides, the, the first game of June, Girardi managed. Everything else has been Rob Thompson since then. They've really kind of picked it up here. As much as there's been some frustrating losses here and there, they're playing much better baseball overall. They picked up some big wins uh, in the month of June against some heavyweights, and they caught some of them at the right time. Yeah. But you know what? That's not their problem. Mm -hmm. you got to win those games no matter what. You yep. look at the game last night. Now, they faced a guy in Ian Anderson who's a pretty good pitcher. Mm -hmm. His his uh, marquee pitch is his changeup. His changeup, he couldn't locate that changeup to save his life. Right. And this team tattooed it. I mean, what did he give up? 
uh, he gave up a seven runs in two innings. Yeah, he, yeah. they were Something they like were that. crushing him last. They, night. Everything he threw at the plate near the plate, they were tattooing him. Yep. And we were talking yesterday on this show about how they can no longer use the excuse of Bryce Harper not being in the lineup because teams like the Mets, the Braves also have key injuries to players as well. Yeah. So, and we were talking about the young guys in the bottom end have to find a way to pick it up. And what happened? Stock two for three, two RBI. A one RBI, two mm-hmm. runs scored. Veerling, one for two, two RBI, two runs scored. And he walked twice. And he walked twice. And you can't say enough about Hall. His first two major league hits Incredible. are both home runs. So the three names that I just mentioned accounted for six RBI in this game last night. Yep. It's all hands on deck Yep. for, for this Phillies team. You're getting the better pitching. Your bullpen is still inconsistent, but some days they do show up. Mm-hmm. And the hitting has to stay consistent like the teams like the Mets. You have to stay consistent to stay in bird in bird dog in bird dog effort of the Braves and the Mets if you're going to try to catch these teams. And I know we keep talking about how we're not even talking about winning the division. We're talking about a wild card spot. I'm going to say they, they have a chance to win this division. They do have a chance. I mean, what are they, seven and a half out? Uh, they are seven and a half out of okay. the NLEs, two and a half of the, of the last wild card. Seven so and a that, half is not insurmountable. So that makes – so that you, you're saying now that makes some buyers uh, before the trade deadline. You got you got to be a buyer. Yeah, it, like if you we're – if you fast forward – I think I think different. Well, if, if you fast forward, Barrett, let's say we're uh, 28 days from now. It's the 29th. We're two days away from the trade deadline, which is the 31st. And you're still seven and a half back, two and a half in the wild card. They're going to be buyers if they're only two and a half back of a playoff spot when you haven't been there in eleven years, and you spent the, spent the amount of money they spent in the off season. They'll buy. I don't know how big it, of, a, of a name it's. Going I don't to be. think it'll be a big buy. No, but they'll buy yeah. something. Yeah. But but then I'm then we're back to the old. All right, you know we're gonna let guys come away from our farm system. Put push guys away instead of bringing guys in, keeping the guys we have, let, allowing them to mature in the Philly system. And I think that's why they're always buyers because we're not letting those guys mature. Sometimes you got to take it on the, take it on the chin and be like, if we can't win with the guys we have right now, then we don't need to be in there. I, I just don't want to go in our farm system and, 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 and take away some pretty good arms that might mature two or three years from now. We'd be thinking the same, same way that our bullpen is, you know, for, you know, Atlanta's bullpen, yeah. as opposed to the way our bullpen is right now. Well, like, think, I want these guys to mature in our system, and you got to get one of those guys away in order to do it. No, look, that it's a fair point. The the one thing I would say about uh, adding a bat, just keep this in mind: if Harper stays on schedule to get back when they think he's going to get back, it'll be right around you know late August, early September. If Segura gets back around when they think he's going to be back, it might be a little bit earlier than that. So, I mean, that really is like two monster additions that you you don't even, you know Absolutely, what I mean? That you're just yes. getting back. So I would think if they're going to do something, it would probably be either a starter. If Eflin looks like he can't get, you know, back to where he was and Bailey Falter is going to pitch tonight, which holds your breath um, or the bullpen. So I think it, it won't be like monster name that they're giving up. It'll be something on the smaller scale to a team that's going nowhere. Okay. So it won't be quite as committed as, you know, what we're talking about, I don't think. Jim Salisbury of NBC Sports Philadelphia said on this very show the other day, there are young arms at the single-A level, double-A level, this team wants to protect. And I don't blame them because in a couple of years, when you don't want to pay big money, you got to have some young guns ready to, waiting in the wings. 
but you're also talking about a passionate fan base that has been screaming that this team has not been in the postseason in 10-plus in years. And front offices, whether they openly admit that or not, they listen to fans sometimes. Well, Middleton's done. I mean, yeah, I he, think he said he's as much. Enough. He said as much with Harper and Machado. Right. Exactly. So he's. I think he's done enough to show the fan base that he's totally committed by being on the luxury tax the way he is right now. I just think that we just need to – guys, you know, like if you look at the lineup, Castellanos needs to play like he plays yes, the time. Exactly. You know? I mean, I think if they step it up, you know, this should be enough to bridge them all the way over until, you know – Harper does get back. But yeah. are you comfortable with this suspect bullpen? No. See, that's the thing. No. <laughs> See, <laughs> this bullpen is, I think, the biggest Achilles heel. Yes, yes. Now, they go in stretches. You know, they want to stretch where they, they went six games before a team scored a run on them. Yes. Not many bullpens can say that, okay? But then they go another six games was like watching softball pitchers. It's like it's like batting practice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, although I do think overall they're better. Like they're, oh, a lot better. Though. Yeah. I, I mean, are they a shutdown bullpen? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But our starting pitching has been that good, though. right? And I think they're also just figuring roles out. I mean, it, it's Sir Anthony as your closer, ideally. It's Hand or Bro I mean, Brogdon's been on the COVID list, but when he gets back, it's Brogdon or Hand as your setup men. And then you got to kind of piecemeal it from there. You got to figure it out. Well, I'll tell you what, if Appel keeps pitching the way he pitches, yeah. he could be your setup man to the closer. Yeah. I mean, this dude is slinging at 97, 98. Right. He hasn't pitched in a while. Pitch he again last night. about that yeah. short amount of time to maximize yes. his potential. Yes. yes. He's got a very short time to be as good as he can be. So, of You're course, right. he's going to go out there. I mean, and I mean his, his window is like as long as Brogdon's on the, on the COVID <laughs> list. So, <laughs> right. yes. when he gets opportunities and he's gotten two in the last, Two nights, right? Thursday, uh, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yes. He, he's shown out. He hasn't given up a run. So, I mean, what a story would be. But the thing he has, too, that some other guys you don't have coming out of that pen is he can throw at 97. Yeah. He topped out at 97 once last night. Yeah, exactly. In one of those pitches. So, he's got that kind of velocity. So, that's big. Um, but we, we've talked about it quite a bit, guys. Here comes the stretch. We're in it now. St. Louis for three starting tonight. And, and I loathe that there isn't a game on 4th of July. On Monday. I know. What is that all about, man? He's been screaming about that forever. Oh, my God. And I agree with him. Come on. I mean, 4th of July is baseball. Exactly. Man. Yes. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, uh, threes at home against St. Louis. You do get Washington again, who's bad. You, so, you got to take care of business there. But then you go to St. Louis for four, and then you go to Toronto for two. That's not easy. So, this is a, you know, a, a 6, 10, 12-game stretch now, which takes you to uh, July 13th, where it's it's – you know, you got to make some hay here, and it's not going to be easy. These are some good teams that they're going to be facing. Some good teams that can hit. Absolutely. Yeah, see, not only can they pitch, but they can also hit. Yeah, I mean, you're getting St. Louis tonight who throws Michaelis at you, almost had the no-hitter, who lost – he had two strikes and two outs and didn't get it, Yeah. who's really good. He bounced back even the next game and pitched well. So you have him going, and it's Bailey Falter. So the bats are going to have to step up tonight. I hope last night you brought up Castellanos. He hit the home run. He goes two for four. He had three runs driven in. He had an RBI and he walked. Or no, he didn't walk, but he had but everything else. He, that's what I. That's I, what, That's why they brought him in. I'm hoping that this can be a launching pad for him. Last night's game. He's got to get going here if they're going to have any chance because Schwarber's doing his job. Yeah, he is. And and somebody's got to. And Do Hoskins you keep that lineup nice though. Job. Let me ask you this, Rob. Do um, you keep the lineup they have? 
Yeah, I would. I actually, I would. I don't think you have a ch- much choice. There really isn't an ideal guy to plug in. I mean, no. I, you're, you're using right now. You're using the kid Hall, who had two last night. There isn't an ideal guy. Barry steps off the bus and hits two home yeah, runs. It's crazy. His first two major league hits. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. His wife and, and the wife's friend were going nuts after he hit it last night. It was just you know, good. those things we talked about it the other day with with what Appel did and what he did. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff to see from them for sure. So. Look, we'll we'll, uh, we'll continue to dive into the Phillies. That's for sure. We come back. We didn't. We, we'll put a cap on the uh, on the division. We didn't. We didn't finish off the AFC on what we think is the best division and kind of break that down a little bit. And we'll get a little bit more into uh, into the NFC as well. That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, look. There. Just last thing on the Phillies. You look at the division and you say that you think they might have a chance to win this division. The thing with the Mets is they have come back to earth a little bit, but they will be getting. Scherzer back at some point to Grom, you know, that could really affect things. Atlanta's really good, man. Atlanta's really good. I mean, they, they're only I mean, three and a half back. Atlanta's 44 and 33 yeah. after an awful start. Yeah. They started the yeah. same way the Phillies did. Yes, they did. But they've started their ascend, their climb sooner than the Phillies. Well, they did, did the same thing last year. They, they struggled. Did. They struggled. Nobody was talking about Atlanta. All of a sudden, not only do they make the playoffs, they win the World Series. Yeah. You know? champs. And, yeah. and they still are not healthy pitching wise yet. Yeah. That's the key thing. Yeah, it's a good team, and and they don't have Acuna right now. He's coming back from from an injury, and he they You're lost him. He might be in a uh, lineup tonight. Yeah, and they lost. I'm glad him. he missed the Philly series. Yeah, you lucked out, and 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 Swanson didn't really kill you at the plate either. No, uh, here in the field. But so he, we're the same way though. So I, I, I I'm, I'm no, I'm with no. you. I'm yeah, with you. We're I mean, the same way. To, like at, at the same vein that you can't use the Harper thing as an excuse. You can't give Atlanta all no, these props nope. because they've been able to do it. So, um. Yeah, I mean the million dollar question for me is what do you continue to do at center field? You know, you're, you're you're going the Moniac, Veerling, Herrera route. I'd stick with Veerling, man. I'm, I'm with you. I, Herrera, Veerling would be my everyday guy. Yeah. Until I proven agree. otherwise. I agree. And until, I know, until Moniac learns how to hit a changeup, he, he's just too much of a liability on the scoring end, man. Yeah, Barrett. He, he, uh, I think he pinch hit last night and didn't get a hit. Right. I, and I, I get it. You want to try and get him as many reps as possible. But when a guy looks as overmatched as he is, I don't think you're helping him. I think you're hurting him by continuing to trot him out there. Like I almost think he has to go back down again. But this five years, I know, it, it, I know. I, but Barry, when do you cut bait with him? He's hitting 125. He's got a 125 on base or a 125 slugging. He hasn't hit a left-hander. He's got a hit against a left-hander all year. It's bad, man. It's bad. All right, we come back. We will. Uh, we'll go back to a little football. When we'll close it out with some hoops as well. We get a lot more in store. You don't want to go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We're coming to you from Ocean Casino Resort Gallery. Yes, the opening. We are here for the opening. Our man Rick got the uh, got the first bet in there as well. But it's the gallery bar, book, and games. Just amazing stuff going on here the entire weekend. 17-foot open-air staircase connects to balcony bar, a mezzanine bar and lounge where guests will enjoy craft cocktails and the ultimate VIP sports book experience some amazing things going on here and they will also celebrate with the official sixers drumline harlem wizards drink specials free swag giveaways and much much more
to News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. The following is a real testimonial from the father of a young injured victim. I didn't think she was going to make it. Major Perry's daughter was the victim of a horrific accident caused by someone else's negligence. If you don't find the right counselor, law firm that you're looking for, you will get lost in the wilderness. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm at 215-458-2222 and find out why they say, we got this. Sports take, Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Yes, we are hanging out Ocean Casino Resort, the gallery, bar, book, and games, the uh, the premiere, the debut, the grand opening, if you will. We are very excited to be hanging out here. Hey, guys, I, I, a little bit later, I want to do a little 4th of July stuff with you. Okay, cool. All right. All a right. Cu- couple topics I want to hit you guys with for our, our open talk segment that we usually close the show out with. Cool. Um, but a couple NBA trades to, to before we get back to the football here. So first and foremost, uh, interesting one here. Malcolm Brogdon goes from the Pacers to the Celtics uh, for Daniel Tice, Aaron Naismith, uh, Malik Fitz, Nick Stauskas, former Sixer, Jawan Morgan, and a 2023 first rounder. I think it's a really good trade for Boston. It is, definitely Bro- is. Brogdon's 29, averaged 19 points, five rebounds, five assists. He only played 33 games last season for the Pacers. Uh, he, he was banged up, but that's a that's a good move, man. Malcolm Brogdon is a younger version of PJ Tucker, who can score consistently, who can give you he can give you that true grit mentality and put twenty in the bucket yeah. in in any given night. Yeah. So that's a that's a great move for the Celtics right there. Tough, heady guy. So uh, what? And big thing with him is just stay healthy. Uh, so another move here, uh, Kevin Herter goes from the Atlanta Hawks to the Sacramento Kings for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, another former Sixer, 
and uh, a future uh, for future first round pick. We don't know exactly what it's going to be right now. Top 14 protected for the 2024 draft. Herter, I like Herter. I think he's a pretty solid player. I do too, but I feel bad for anybody who has to go to Sacramento. Uh, Siberia. That's like going to Siberia <laughs> yeah. of the NBA. They, all, they, all they're good for is it's unloading wit- It's witness yeah. protection. Yeah. Is, is, is yeah, Barry said it best. All they're good for is unloading contracts. Uh, I agree <laughs> with that. So he goes there. They also signed Malik Monk, who was with the Lakers. And then they drafted, if you remember, Keegan Murray, the kid out of Iowa. So they end up going there. You remember they made the trade during the season to get uh, Demonis Sabonis. Um, and they also still have, you know, De'Aaron Fox. So you, you, you figured something was coming Atlanta-wise after they yeah, made that move yeah. to get DeJounte Murray from the Spurs. So that's where he ends up and, going. And Atlanta's that, that up-and-coming team. Yes. They, they just need a few more pieces yeah. to get in a conversation with the heavyweights in the conference. But they're not far off. No, it was interesting. Their owner, first of all, he's really outspoken. But one of the things he said was, we're not going to make the same mistake we made last offseason and not be aggressive. Yes. So – you know, you know, when you're saying something like that, odds yes. are there's going to be some deals coming. So yes. that's that's one of them. That's for sure. So I want to throw that out there to you guys. But let, let's go back to, to the topic that we were talking about a little bit earlier. We were looking at the AFC and ranking the divisions from least to best. All right. So, Gunner, just give me your, your, your rankings from least for the first three and then we'll dive into the best. All right. Number four was the AFC South. Number three was the AFC East. Number two was the North, which brings us to the West. The wild, wild West. All right. So the West, just to remind folks who may forget. No, we, we, we didn't finish talking about the um, the uh, the North, though, man. I mean. All right. Let's go back okay. to the North. Okay. So, so real quick. We just, we just, we Barrett just, Brooks right. is demanding, and I emphasize <laughs> the word demanding, that we go back to He's the so North. so difficult. I, the only reason I say that is because we had, you know, a Super Bowl contender. It was, yeah. in, yes. it was in the Super Bowl. No, you're, Barry, you're right. Let's not you're gloss right. over it. So you have the Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Ravens. Let, let's kind of work up. So the Browns, we all know that's a weird setup right now. Yes, because it's you, definitely weird. But they have so much talent. Yes, There's do. a lot of talent. Their yes, secondary is probably one of the better secondaries in the Absolutely. league. Um, defensively, man, their front their front four. Garrett, Clowney. Yeah, yes. you know, they can, they can mix it up with anybody. So. Right. It's, it's tough, man, when you have an offensive line like that, you can run the ball with two backs that are very effective, man. You no know? question. And, uh, you know, when you have that consistently with that offensive line, that right. running game, it makes you a better quarterback. So Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he could have it made. He could be that bridge if, if, if you know, Watson was to be suspended for maybe 10 games. I think Jacoby's good enough to at least keep him in the race, win a couple of games. Yeah. So towards the end – you know, he might be able to pull him out. That's, I mean, that's what they're looking at. They're looking to tread water and yeah. just stay alive here. Now, look, if it's a full year, that's going to be tough. That's a lot to ask on Brissett. But if, if it's six games, yeah, you know, whatever it turns out to be. Jacoby's problem is staying healthy. Yes. That's a huge problem with him. Mm-hmm. He's always getting nicked up somewhere. Every time he's given an opportunity, it's stagnated because he's, he's injured. So you, it, Cleveland has everything you want to be a legitimate contender. But the big question mark is the quarterback. With Deshaun Watson, this team, I don't, I, 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 I don't believe I'm going to say this, but with Deshaun Watson, this team could represent you in the Super Bowl. Yep. But that's a big if because of his situation. And it's Cleveland, and they always seem to be jinxed, right? Absolutely. And look, I think Kevin Stefanski's a good coach. Like, right. I yep. think he's a good coach, actually. I do. Um, and I think that, you know, 
we're going to find out how good a coach he is if, he, if it's got to be Brissett for a long period of time. Yes. Uh, that's for sure. But you're right. They're, it's not like they're lacking talent. That team definitely has talent. That's for sure. All right, so that's Cleveland. I'm going to go to Pittsburgh next because we're not used to this. I mean, we're going back to, you know, Barrett's days when he played with Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. It's the first time in a long time right. that he hasn't been there. And the quarterback situation is kind of up in the air right now. They, they signed Mitchell Trubisky. He's, I guess, he's sort of the incumbent, you know, if you will. He's the starter right now. I guess it's his job to lose. But when you take a quarterback in the first round, we know that guy's got an opportunity in Kenny Pickett, too. Same thing that happened with Ben. You know, I can remember um, uh, Tommy Mattis got hurt in the second game. And Big Ben started from that point on until last year. <laughs> Crazy, right? Oh, my last God. Last year, you know, that's when he finally relieved that starting role to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, you look at Trubisky. He was with Dable last year. So it's not like he didn't learn anything from what he saw there. So, that's a good point. He had, he had a chance to get away from the Chicago mess yes, and go. You know, so yeah. he got that funk off of him. Yeah. Uh, he was in a, a productive environment being in Buffalo. And he thought he was just going to come into a situation where he was going to be the man. Well, they brought in a rookie who's eventually going to take over. You right. know, we know, you know, Pickett's going to take over. But, I mean, he should use this to just ride it, you know, ride this out and, and, and really make it hard on them to start Pickett. Well, I mean, Trubisky in two senses, Derek. One, he wants to get paid yep. going forward. Right. And two, he wants to show everybody, I'm not the bust that you've all made me out to be. Chicago yeah. wasn't really ideal. No question about it. And I think he's in a good situation. I will bet every dollar I have in my pocket right now, I'm guaranteed of saying this. Even though we look at Pittsburgh's quarterback situation right now, it's a musical chair type situation. Mike Tomlin will finish at least 500. Yeah, he has his no whole question. career. That man's been there 15 years and has never had a losing season. Now, you go back a couple of years ago when Roethlisberger got hurt, and how many quarterbacks did they have that season? Right. They still finished 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, that says a lot about the coach. They had a duck hunter. Yeah. <laughs> the players who believe oh in the coach. My God, I forgot about him. Right. And, and the coaching staff around them. Right. And I think Pittsburgh, they may be an average team, but you're going to know you've been in a game when you play them. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, the big thing you see with them is not only when you play them, but the next week how beat up your guys are Absolutely. on right. the right. offensive yeah. side. That's, That's a body the thing. bag game. That's the thing. I, I'm not discounting them because their defense is so good. Yes. And, and, and I know they're they were, coaching, man. And just, they're coaching so good and their yeah. culture so good. And I know they're disappointed at the way last year went. So for a lot of people, I think Pittsburgh's kind of a write-off. I'm not writing them off, no, you know, no, by any stretch. So there's Pittsburgh. We'll go to Baltimore next. Baltimore last year got crushed injury-wise. Yep. I mean, between Lamar Jackson, the running back spot, the cornerback spot, Harbaugh actually did a pretty remarkable – three starting corners go out. Oh, it's nuts. Three. And, and three running backs. It's all three, Including exactly. Dobbins. Yeah. And your quarter. So, yeah, and when you consider that Lamar Jackson was out, you know, they finished the year losing six in a row. Yes. And they, they were 8-9. If they were just okay to close out the year, they're probably in the playoff discussion or at least a 500 team. I look for them to bounce back strong. Just, no Lamar Jackson, how many games did he miss? Six? Something like that, yeah. If he had to play five of those games, they're a playoff team. I agree. Even with all the injuries they had. I agree. Um, they were he, almost with the, with the backup quarter. They were almost in the playoff. Back. Yeah. Yep. They lost games yes. by the slightest of margin. He's not yes. bad. Yes. He's not bad. Right, right. He's decent. He's so decent. you look at you know their defense. They get their corners back. We know how explosive they are. They bring in, they they drafted the rookie Hamilton from uh yeah from uh Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yep. I mean, they're going to be in the discussion. 
period. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to go back and talk about the North. Yeah. I mean, we didn't break it down like we need to break, just like we just did, because yeah. there is so much this in that North that should have, could have, would have, and might be that you have to talk about. Yeah, I agree. I think. If the West wasn't so loaded and nasty, then the, the North would give it a run for its money. Exactly. Because last but not least, you got Cincinnati, a, a team who went to the Super Bowl, surprised everybody, went to the Super Bowl last year, uh, you know, with a, a quarterback who looks like he's the next guy, with Jamar Chase, who's a beast. They got three receivers that are top yeah, flight absolutely. receivers. Yeah, absolutely. big time, big time. And a good running attack with Mixon. Mixon and those yeah. guys, yeah. It's there. It's the, they the got Lael Collins right. from Dallas. Right. So they're building that offensive line. They drafted a guy. They, it may, they may be making some noise. And they're good defensively. They make a lot of plays. The yeah. biggest thing, Barrett, is what you just touched on, is keep Burrow upright, man. That man was sacked 51 times last yeah. year. That is crazy. And he that's a young dude. That won't last long. He'll start. Right. He'll, <laughs> and, and, and he still had a 1083 QB rating. Okay. That man took a beating in a playoff game. Yeah, he did. And they won the game. Right. And came back the next game and got his team to the Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> that kid is tough as nails, man. Tough as nails. You know, and they finally they went out and invested in the offensive line. Uh, they're going to be right there in the mix again in the AFC. Right, right up there with the rest of them, you know. So you can't count them out as potentially one of those teams that could dethrone the AFC uh, West. Yeah, it's not crazy. All right, so let, let's go to the West now. And, you know, you look at what's going on out there in the West. <laughs> Mahomes, Carr. That's crazy. Herbert. It's crazy. Wilson. Okay. Ridiculous. That's, that's not even getting into the defensive ends. They play in that division. No, Come on, no. man. You know, the Bosa's of the world, the Crosby's of the world. Chandler. Chandler's of the world. I, I, I mean. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what a great conversation piece is. Not so much which team finishes at the top, but which team finishes at the bottom. I know. Right. Exactly. I know. <laughs> well, last year it, w- it was Denver because they didn't have a quarterback, and now they have Russell Wilson. And Denver was 7-10. and 10. Every other team was above 500. You went 12-5 and five Chiefs. Ten and seven Raiders, nine and eight Chargers last year. Every team in the division has a gunslinger. Every team in the division has elite pass catchers. Yeah. Every team in the division has running game. Every team in the uh, in their division has elite pass rushers. Edge rushers, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a coin flip in that division, man. Yeah, it is. And, and the Raiders are going to Barrett. I know you've been on them. The Raiders are going to be interesting. They have Josh McDaniels. They made a couple other additions. You know, the Broncos are going to look, look a lot different, you know, coaching-wise and, you know, the addition of Russell Wilson. And now Herbert goes into his third year. What's that going to look like? Ridiculous you know? again. So that's um, – yeah, I would agree. I, I think head-to-toe, toughest division in football. Would you guys agree? Even uh, there, there's included? no question about it. Yeah, but I'm, it, I'm just looking at the guys that Russell will be throwing to if they stay healthy. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy – and K.J. Hamler alone. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even talking about the tight end situation, which is de- decent. You look at the running backs, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And Melvin Gordon's the second team guy. The second team. Because Williams is so good. Yep. It's unbelievable. Well, you have the ability to take some heat off of Russell Wilson where he's not just trying to carry this thing. You know, not to mention the fact that he's got to feel a little renewed. I, it was getting stale there in Seattle for him. Yeah. You know, a, a new environment has got to be good for him you know, going at situation. And he wants to prove to people he's not on the downside, that it was just, you know, the, no. the ebb and the flow of, of certain teams 
you know, just kind of go that direction. And that's what ended up happening in Seattle. So, guys, when you look at, you know, that division, I mean, that division is just tough, man. And, and, and there's no way that you could just sleep on anybody in that division. But no. the only thing with that, the war of attrition is going to take over. Yeah, I mean, well, they're going to be knocking each other that's off. That's the big thing. How much are they just beating each other up? Right, right, it, it, right. And look, the, the biggest X factor that we always talk about, it doesn't matter what, you know, what team it is, what conference it is, or whatever, who's going to stay the healthiest? Right. I mean, Baltimore, to me, wasn't a bad team. They just got decimated by injuries. That's why they didn't Crushed. make the playoffs. Yep. So yep. that's uh, something you have to keep your eye on. And, you know, and, and Eagles were pretty fortunate last year, injury-wise. I'm looking what at it's it, worth. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why I can't complain about – well, I can complain about it, but it doesn't make much sense for me complaining because – it worked for them. They were one of the healthier teams. They were right, right. in the division, yeah. no doubt. But you know, I was looking at the Chargers in their roster. Man, they got arguably one of the best left tackles in the league, which was Rashawn Slater. Yes. Uh, you know, of course, you know Justin Herbert, but I mean Austin Eckler is 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 really good. One of the better all-purpose Versatile, backs man. in the yeah. league. You know, but defensively, man, that's that's Joey Bosa. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. Is an interior guy that you have to account for when you when you're doing your number. Khalil count. Mack. Khalil Mack on the other side. Um, Jackson, JC Jackson is is a really, really, really good corner that he left New England. Um, you know, Darwin James is one of the best safeties in the league. I mean, an all-purpose guy can blitz, can cover, um, you know, play coverage. I mean, he, he's one of the better guys. Uh Asante Samuel Jr. First on the other corner. Pick. Yeah, high draft pick. So, I mean, we don't even talk about the Chargers. I've been screaming about the Raiders, but the Chargers are just as good. Dude, Kenneth Murray and Khalil Mack together, that, that's a nightmare yeah, for quarterbacks. Bro, I remember when I, I, I was screaming get, getting Kenneth Murray when Oklahoma, yes. drafting him in the first yes. round. You know, it was him and Queen uh, from, from LSU. From, 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 uh, him and Queen from LSU and, and, uh, and Oklahoma. I was trying to get him. He, Queen went, to, of course, to the Ravens. Ravens. And then he went to the Chargers. You know, Murray went to the Chargers. And both guys are monsters. Still and, making plays. Yeah, I agree. Look, Barrett, I'm with you, man. Those guys were everywhere in, yeah, on, my, on the field. My only problem with the Chargers is they have this proverbial dark cloud over their heads. Yeah, there always seems to be something. Every right? year you expect them to do something, they find a way to screw it up. I do I do worry a little bit that their coach takes the analytics a little too far. Yes. Uh, you know, and I'm not just talking – I am partly talking about this. I'm not just talking about the Raiders game, but in, in part. Right. He's a guy who is, like, religious with it. So that, that's going to be something to keep your eye on as well. All right, we come back, a little open talk, fellas. We're going to jump around a little bit, a little Fourth of July stuff. And today is a – an interesting day in sports. It's a very uh, interesting anniversary for something. Rob likes coming up with this. I got the, you guys are going to like this one. Okay, he does, man. you will appreciate this one. Trust me when I tell you that. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We're coming from Ocean Casino Resort, the Gallery Bar, Book and Games. The inaugural, the opening, the grand celebration, if you will, kicks off. You got to get down here. It's going to be an absolute unbelievable weekend. We got the sports book behind us. We have the 100-foot elevated center bar and lounge, 59 seats, 12 slots. We got the table games right behind us as well, a great mixture of roulette tables and blackjack, 17-foot open-air staircase to the balcony bar. Get here.
you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. take jacob sports youtube network we're hanging out with you ocean casino resort the gallery bar book and games the opening we are here on a very very special day and night that's for sure as we kick off fourth of july weekend rob ellis Derek gunn barrett brooks and we are joined by the one the only the philly godfather what's happening philly godfather just trying to make a buck down here at the oceans uh, beautiful casino beautiful sports book they change things around a little bit but i love it it's an upper Darby guy too. We're, we're representing here on the on the crew. You guys don't know all that. All the uh, yeah, I heard, yeah, we street. I heard you guys talking over yes. the neighborhood during the commercial yes. break. I'm just sitting here like this. Yeah, like what? I, I'll give you a fun fact. Uh, Watkins League, 1983 championship game. My team against Brian Daly. You guys remember Brian Daly ended up being City Player of the Year. Played at St. I Joe's. put up yeah. I put up 50 on him, and we still lost. What? Wow. <laughs> Well, he was story. like the Allen Iverson of, of 69 Street. <laughs> story. Got crazy, man. Yeah, I'd hops, I'd hops yeah, that's right. Okay, that's okay. right. So, look, we're here. We're here at the sports book, man. And, like, my head spins when I when I get here and I, I see these kind of things. Kind of walk us through, though, the process. You're, you're a highly successful handicapper. You know, I think people may know. You can follow him on Twitter, at Philly Godfather. But what goes into it? I mean, I, I know I think a lot of people just look at it and say, I love the Phillies, man. I'm going to bet the Phillies tonight. I know that's not you, but. Tell us what kind of goes into the process. Well, I get up at five o'clock every morning. We start our reading. There's a group of us in our, you know, in our crew. 
Uh, one guy will look at the uh, metrics on the game. The other guy will look at the weather, the dew point, the wind. Because as anyone who's ever played baseball before, you know, when the wind's blowing out and you got high humidity, that ball's popping. Yep. So if you get more home runs, less hits, you expect more runs on the board. Uh, you look at the pitchers. You look at their velocity drops. They're expected ERA and stuff of that nature. And like I said earlier, you gather as much information on that game as possible, and you make an educated guess. And if you like the price, if it's not too high, or if you're getting plus money, which is always good, you know, you make a wager, you make an investment. You know, anytime anyone starts a business or ventures out to try something that might not be comfortable, you know, you're taking that leap of faith. What made you decide to choose the profession you're in? It's it's a crazy story. I was a, I was an 18-year-old kid, and another friend of mine from Delaware County approached me, and they had a huge betting office. And uh, one guy who got in trouble with the NBA betting scandal just happened to be in that office. I don't want to mention his name. I think I know the guys. <laughs> I know nothing. Uh, nothing. The, some of the um, – He's a good friend of mine. With the jungle? Yeah, the animals. Uh, the we, animals uh, yeah. yeah, we had a big office back then. And when I was a kid, I thought everyone that, you know, gambled was a sucker. I don't – you know, because everyone I knew who gambled lost money. And here was a group of guys who had a, a, a great system. They had about 40 guys in the office. They bring me in the office. And all they wanted me to do back then was find as many street bookmakers as possible right. and get down in the games, and they would give me a percentage with the work-off. It was basically 25% of the work-off. So if we won 10000 they would hand me 2500 at the end of the week. And slowly, you know, you start learning things, you start picking things up, and we were called movers back then. We were moving for some big guys in Vegas, some guys <laughs> offshore. So for people kids. who don't know movers, explain what that term is. A mover is they give you an order, and at the time we had a big stat sheet of us and we had their two phone lines you got to remember there's no you know this is different cell no cell phones no there were cell phones but you know they were like this big yeah you know. and uh the guy uh jimmy would get the order we had a bat phone set up in the middle of the office as soon as that phone rang jimmy would pick it up he'd scream out lay six on the eagles and our job was to get down as much money as possible on the eagles at minus six you didn't want to bet it at seven because seven is such a key number three and seven so you wanted to get the best of the number and usually, by the time we got stopped, you know, we ended up finished betting the game, the game would move to seven, seven and a half. Gee, there was so much action on it, it, it moved the line. Yeah, we, yeah, the sharp money is what moves the action yep. early in the week. Uh, on game day, the betting limits are a lot bigger than they are early in the week. So you got early, softer betting limits early in the week. It's easier to manipulate the line. Uh, and then, you know, that, that's what we would do. We would move as much money as possible. We would push that line, you know, over that key number, and, you know, we'd sit pretty. It's kind of like buying <laughs> Apple at, at – 20 bucks yeah. a share. Yeah. Like when Forrest Gump bought Apple, and it goes it to 50. Out well, well yeah. you know you made yeah. a good buy. So yeah. if you lay six on the Eagles and the game closes seven, seven and a half, eight, you know you made a good wager. You beat well, the market. How much do you get involved in futures in that sense? Like the Eagles opened originally, I think, at eight and a half. For, for, yeah, now it's bet, up to nine and a half. Did yeah, you we, jump on that quickly? Not, you know, we bet them at over eight and a half. Okay. Uh, the nucleus of this team is solid. Top five offensive line, top five defensive line. Uh, they got added more weapons uh, for Jalen Hurts. To me, he's a little bit of a question mark, even though uh, I think he's going to have a good season this year. They didn't really beat no one last year. They beat one right. team with a winning record all right. season. You know, so that kind of scares me a little bit. You got the Cowboys who season win total set at 10. Eagles are now at 9.5. You got the Giants at 7. You got the Commanders with Carson Wentz who are set at 8, but they could surprise some people. Last year, you know, they, they had some injuries. They had some problems with COVID. They kind of underperformed. And now you bring in a quarterback who didn't have a bad season last year with the Colts. Right, right. He had some he brain cramps during the season. But overall, he played pretty well. The commanders are going to be tough to beat yeah, as well. Uh, at nine and a half, the Eagles season win total is the same as the Baltimore Ravens. So you want to ask yourself, who's the better team? If I had to ask you guys, the Ravens or the Eagles right now? 
who would you think is the better team? I would say the Ravens. Okay. Well, the odds makers think the Eagles are the better team okay. because the odds that make the playoffs are minus 200 for the Eagles while the Ravens are at minus 150. So they're basically telling you there's a 66% implied op, uh, probability the Eagles make the playoffs this year, which is a lot higher than the Ravens. Are how you, did you do? How'd you do with the Eagles the, the, the year they won the Super Bowl? Were they good to you that year? Um, well, I got them the show with Krause the first week of the season, and I guaranteed the Eagles were winning the Super Bowl. Did you really? Yeah, and, and you guaranteed the Eagles would win it? Krause acknowledges yes. Third week of the season, I'm doing a show with Krause. I already booked my tickets for Minnesota. This is the Godfather music, by the way. They yeah. just crank it up when you start talking. I already booked my tickets for Minnesota. <laughs> the only thing I didn't win that year, and I gave it out on one of uh, Joe's shows, was uh, Carson Wentz at 50-1 to 1 to win the MVP. And he should have won the MVP. He got hurt, obviously. Right, right, right. But he had better numbers than Brady did at the end of the year. But they still gave you know, they gave it to right. Brady. But that's the only ticket I lost on the Eagles that year. Okay. Are you one of these guys who sees numbers while he's asleep? <laughs> no. It's a lot of hard work, man. I mean, there's guys a lot smarter than me. Guys that will tell you what the odds are of uh, me to right hitting this spot right now. I'm not that guy. I just work 16 hours a day. I put it in. To me, it's more of a business. It's more of investing. And, uh, you know. Trying to make some money. I got to ask you because we have a mutual friend who you're working with. A, a story about your life, a movie. Yeah. Our, our buddy Greg Lingo, my yeah. guy. Greg Lingo just did the last call movie yeah. about Delaware County. Yeah. Uh, Academy Award winner uh, twice. Bruce Dern was in it. Jeremy Piven, local kid Jamie Kennedy from St. Yes. Al's Parish. Yes. Yep. I grew up with Jamie playing yep. football on Sundays. So uh, tell us about this. Well, he did his movie, and then I reached out to Greg because we played sports together when we were younger. I played sports with his older brother. And uh, I said, Greg, if you need any help promoting it, I got a little bit of a following on social media. He goes, yeah. So we connected again after like 20 years. And then he read a couple articles they've written about me in Esquire, Philly Magazine. And he said, Steve, let's do your movie. And I started thinking. I'm like, oh, okay, who's dead? Who's still alive? Uh, who's still around? <laughs> so uh, I said, all right, why not? So we wrote the screenplay. Uh, we've had meetings for the past like six weeks with uh, Kevin Sorbo's production companies, Mark Rosenthal, another Philly guy, yeah. uh, Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's production company. Uh, we're supposed to meet up with uh, Mark Wahlberg in July. He's shooting up in North Jersey. Okay. So it's 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 kind of hot now. Movies are hard to make. They are. You know, it's all about the Especially backing. now. Yeah. yeah, but it's about the two hottest topics in the country right now. So let's see what happens. Hey, do you think you can get us some walkthrough cameos? <laughs> we need some cameos. Right, 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 right. right. Just, just so we can be like background yes. scenery. Absolutely. You're in. You're in. <laughs> That's it. I'm an executive producer on it. So My you got to list. There we go. He's got that concept. <laughs> last question for you. Toughest sport to bet. Do you, do you categorize it that way? Is there one that's more challenging than, than, than another? I don't do any hockey. I don't do any soccer. Okay. A lot of funny things go on in soccer. You okay. guys read about the match yeah. picks and stuff overseas in the smaller leagues. Uh, NFLs are, you know, our number one sport. NBA is pretty good. NBA is kind of tough as well. College basketball, we kill it. Uh, baseball had a great season. I was up 80 positions up until about three days ago, and then I got my head kicked, and I lost about 15 positions in three days. So I'm up about 60 positions on the year. It's still a pretty good season. We're not even at the All-Star break. Uh, it depends, man. Some seasons are better than others, and you just got to keep grinding. You got to keep working hard. Yeah, I hear you. Wow. wow. Hey, Philly Godfather, thanks for stopping by. Man. Appreciate you, man. I'll give you guys Appreciate a baseball sleeper. St. Louis Cardinals. Tonight? No. Future, 35-1. to 1. They got the second-best run differential in the uh, NL. Fourth-best 
in all of baseball. They're coming on strong. Watch out for the St. Louis Cardinals. All right. All right. Appreciate all right. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Good seeing you. I'm, I'm from St. Louis, bro. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You can thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Philly Godfather. You can follow him on Twitter at Philly Godfather. All right. So I wanted to hit you guys. I, you know, I've, I've been excited about this one. So. We know it's 4th of July coming up. We know today's July 1st. It's a big deal. You know, we're, we're here at, at Oshka Sort Resino, a, a casino resort, and, of course, the gallery. But did you also know that what July 1st is? Do you guys know what that what also is? I have no idea. All right. Every single year on July 1st, it's now become known as Bobby Bonilla Day. Do you guys know oh, what that yeah, is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that when he gets paid? <laughs> Bobby Bonilla will collect today $1,193,000. Yep. Two hundred and forty-eight and twenty cents. Bobby Bonilla has been con- collecting that money, and will collect that money from twenty eleven to twenty thirty-five. Yep. Bobby Bonilla is fifty-nine years old and hasn't played Major League Baseball in twenty-something years. I covered him, but yes, because he had such a ridiculous contract, the Mets and he came to an agreement to parse out the money this way as to not crush them at that time. So Bonilla for doing. Wow. Simply nothing gets a direct deposit of $1.1 million every year this time and will do so until 2035. We need to have nice a Barrett Brooks day. A, a Kraus, um, we need to negotiate a contract. Um, <laughs> I, I wish Is more, that not well, nuts? I wish more professional athletes would take this approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially when you get those mega contracts. Dude, some of these contracts now in football and, 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 and basketball, 180 million, 140 million, 150 million. You don't need all that money now. You know what? Um, it's funny you say that because they're just now making it so you could um, so you can um, have your money deferred and get paid later on, right? In the off season. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that when I played. When I, I think played, it's better that way, right? No, it's, it's definitely better because Keeps once you, you stop, once you played that, once you went through the 17 week season, yeah, you get paid all your money during that 17 weeks of the season. Yep. Right. Yep. So I wish it had been that way when I was yeah. playing. You know, it, it almost saves you from yourself. Well, yeah, you know, um, Quick did the same thing. Mike Quick. Quick. Mike had a contract where they paid him 10 years after he was playing. He was still getting a check for 10 years. Wow. You know, so I'm, I wish. We're Me, in the wrong I, business. I, I, I owed money I, I to the Steelers. I for 10 months. Man. You know what I, mean? I, 10 I, years. I owed money to the Steelers. You know, I had to pay them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So That is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but that's – the, the Bonilla day is one of the all-timers, man. It's one of the all-timers. Mets still paying him. That's for sure. So you had that. We mentioned a little bit earlier the USC-UCLA thing. Look, what I don't like, guys, I, I, I fear that college sports is going to become like baseball, where you have the Yankees and then you have the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Baltimore Orioles. And, and you just know going into a season, I mean, you kind of know it now, let's be honest. You know, Temple's probably not winning a national championship in football. I get it. But there's always that team that sort of surprises people and comes out of nowhere and all that. Once we get to this power conference thing, man, like it's over. It's over. It is strictly big boys. Like there's no middle class anymore. I, I, I agree with you, but I also say that once in a blue moon, you'll get that team from one of these other conferences. The Cincinnati's. The Baylors, the Bearcats, the Cincinnati's that make national headlines for one season. They won't be that consistent team like the Alabamas, uh, Georgias, Ohio States. But they'll make some noise once a year, which is a great story. Yeah. You know, but you're right. For the most part, every year you basically know 
where the, the semifinalists are coming from to play for the national championship. That's why it's so hard for teams like Notre Dame to, you know, they used to be a powerhouse back in the day, and they could be that independent. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's starting to pass them by, and they yes. they now understand that they got to get. They better get in. You know, yeah. somewhere that's for sure. All right. Well, no, we got to get in our last break. We'll get in one more break. We'll come back. Break it we'll up. Keep rolling. We are Sports Take. He is Barrett Brooks. He's Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis. Jacob Sports YouTube Network, and we are here at the unbelievable Ocean Casino Resort, the gallery, the debut of the sports book, and we are right here. And we just had the Philly Godfather on. Giving us a throwing us a little tidbit. You said that so eloquently. St. Louis future, he said. Not not even tonight necessarily before the season. But yeah, some amazing things happening at the gallery, bar, book, and games. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with our final segment. with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the odds. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. The following is a real testimonial from the father of a young injured victim. I didn't think she was going to make it. Major Perry's daughter was the victim of a horrific accident caused by someone else's negligence. If you don't find the right counselor, law firm that you're looking for, you will get lost in the wilderness. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm at 215-458-2222 and find out why they say, we got this.
And we are back. Ocean Casino Resort. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. The opening, the grand opening of the gallery, bar, book, and games right here at beautiful Ocean Resort. All right, guys. So final segment. We have Fourth of July week weekend upon us now. Fourth of July will be Monday officially. So let, let's let's run through a couple Fourth of July exercises here. All right. Favorite game to play in the backyard. Wow. I'll let you go first. Uh, with me, I, um, we have we had like the family races in the pool. Oh no! You know we race in the pool. So, Are you, you a know, good swimmer? I, I I beat everybody. I better beat everybody. You probably cheat. You beat the kids. You're like your your kids. You probably too? cheat. Whoa! If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Exactly. <laughs> My grandson tried to beat me the other day. I almost drowned him. You know what I mean? So you still beat your kids too? Yeah. All right. I will cheat in a. So it's pretty fun. You're pretty you know, careful that. if that bad boy comes down. If yeah, you, right. You get if if high you're a little up. kid, you might get bowled over. You know I what like I mean? I like that, man. <laughs> I like that. All right. Um, favorite thing. This is right in your wheelhouse. Favorite thing to grill on the 4th of July. Oh, not, baby not back general, ribs. but 4th of July. Oh, baby back ribs. Okay. I'd say it's a toss-up between baby back ribs and burgers. Now, will you be going to town this weekend, or are you, are you taking it easy? What are well, you doing? Well, um, my, my oldest daughter and son-in-law are having a big blowout party. For my granddaughter, who turns one year old July eighth, but they're having it for tomorrow. Oh, this is the big one with the oh, tents the and the whole thing. I was at their did house. Did you provide last a night. tent, Barrett? I know you were talking about. No, but I did backdoor them. I got all the information of where the house is. Yes, I got the uh, times and everything. Okay, I so, told them not to give you okay. the information. And he, he told me, yeah, yeah, it's on a Sunday at uh, six p.m. December thirty third <laughs> on on June. 42nd yeah. in 2028. <laughs> exactly. But, man, I was there at the house last night. Man, we set up. I have four 10 by 10. I'm, I'm sorry. I have two 10 by 10 tents, and we are, I have two 10 by 30. Okay. So I helped them. We, we, we all set up those four last night. They're bringing in a, uh, another big tent to set up this evening. And then my daughter, being my daughter, she gets a 30-foot-high water slide for the kids. I can't wait to be on it. Man, if you get on that thing, it's going – I'm telling you now, it's going straight to my Twitter page. I can't uh, wait. Facebook page. I need video, man. First thing it says is, Shamu coming down uh, the water slide. That's cold. That is cold. Oh, my God. Dude, I, it, it, he, it, it, he, it might not – it may not survive it, but I'm doing it anyway. He's doing it you anyway. You know what? He, I told you, in all years I've known him, he's a big kid that loves oh, I love I, He's the best. I ain't going down the water slide, but if you do it, more props to you. All right. <laughs> so, Barrett, your favorite thing to grill? I like chicken wings, man. Me too. Ooh. Chicken wings, Ooh. grilled chicken yeah, wings, yes. bro. Yes. That's my Ooh. favorite, man. So, yeah. Yes. Get some wings I do going. like the baby backs, but uh, but chicken wings, man. I put some in the smoker um, the other day. Ooh. I, I ate the last wings. of I ate the last of them last night. I love wings, man. Oh, love my wings. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, wow. think, I think Gunner's putting that out there for our – 
I, I think for, I, for a hope that we'll have some of them here I think, at Ocean I think Resort B- Casino. Smoke Wings, I, I don't know how I missed it, is right behind Baby Back's burger slide down to number three. Or, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I do burgers because they're easy. I'll do a hot right. dog because they're easy. <laughs> You know, whatever. I don't have the skills. It's not, it's not according to taste. It's, it's because no, they're easy. It, you know, yes. it's, it's called yes. convenience. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But that's look, I, I like 4th of July. 4th of July is fun. I like the Civic Fry with the town, little towns. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and all those kind wait, of wait, things. What's your favorite food? What's your food on 4th of July? Uh, wings. I go wings. You go wings? I go wings. I don't make them, but I. I <laughs> wait, wait. If you're making okay. them. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. What is your favorite food to grill? Oh, before? burgers and hot dogs. Okay, burgers and hot dogs. Okay. Burgers and hot dogs. All right. I'll throw some, uh, like, baked potato on there. Okay. I'll, I'll do okay. a little something. So, wait, would you get into the, this community thing? You like the parades and stuff? I like the parade. I do like the community. I have Usually I'm working. I'm working again. But right. when I don't, yeah, I like to sit there. I like to sit Dude, there and watch I don't the go anywhere go near crowds on the 4th of July. No. Memorial Day, Labor Day. I, Too I much going crowds. on? Too much. I don't like being congested. I understand See that. See what I'm saying? You know, a long time ago, we used to like to do the fireworks on the f- waterfront. You know, when I used to go home to Wisconsin, we couldn't wait to go down to Lakefront, Michigan, see the fireworks. Now, I stay in my backyard and I look at them from a distance. I don't do crowds anymore, we're man. We're doing things a little different this year. We're what gonna, are you doing? Um, we're going to do a pontoon. Ooh. And yes. And go and watch Ooh. it in front of uh, Penn's Landing. Yes. Perfect. Watch it. From the from the boat there, yeah, I'm I'm probably drown a couple words, you know, oh, fish yeah. a little bit, yeah, catch me a couple three eyed uh catfish, you know, yeah. from that water in the Delaware <laughs> River, contaminated catfish, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I saying? love it. You know, I might you know might bring it up, and you know, a, a, a missing finger from somebody might fall oh, out. Oh, yeah, you'll head. get some you'll get some body parts, <laughs> right? Oh, you know, but yeah, what, man, man, what's so heavy? A goat head come yeah. floating up. <laughs> I tell you, I don't know what it is about Fourth of July. I think it was based on, uh, I think it was based on Fourth of July weekend. I don't. Maybe it was Memorial Day or Labor Day. I don't know. I still think of Jaws. I still think of the movie Jaws. There you go. It was the first summer blockbuster. Yes. It was. It's the one that's still to this day. You give a little second thought when you're yes. going into the ocean, yes. like uh, I don't know. And you hear that music, man. Forget it. Dumb. You know exactly what Dumb. it is the second you hear that. music. You know when that movie comes in, I'll still watch it. Me too. I think you. I've seen that movie 40 times in my lifetime. I'll still watch it. There's certain movies that are clicking sticks. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. Like Shawshank yes. is yes. one, no matter what, I'm going to stay. I'm going to, you don't need to know for, oh, what was the plot. What was that? You know, who cares? Every scene is its yes. own entity and it's so good, man. And when that body floats out from under the boat, Whoa. it still gets me. Well, I know, man. I know, no. bro. I, mean, that, I, I, I had to get past that when I started boating, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, but I, I'm past it now. I, I can still go out there. But, hey, there are, like, real white, great whites out, oh, yes. out, uh, out in the water that I fish in. Though. And they move closer to the shore every year. Yep. Yeah. See, that's why I don't go above my knees in the ocean anymore. I'm with you, man. I don't care if I'm on the East Coast or the West Coast. I don't go above my knees it's anymore. It's worse than the West Coast, though. It's worse. I know. I know. That water's too cold in the yeah. Pacific, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. In California, it it's not it warm is. enough, man. It is. But every now and then you got to go out because the kids go out. You know, the, the nieces and nephews go out. You got to so cleanse you yourself in, yeah. in Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to do that. <laughs> you got to man up. Every once in a while, man. You know what I mean? You get that done. But, yeah, fourth, I, think, I think it's a fun weekend. It's sort of the midway point. You also know we're getting a little closer to football. Oh, we're not man. all that far away. Uh, in fact, we're only now 25 days away from, from camp. football starting. What? Yeah. What? That's it. Camp 25 starts. days I got to get more fishing in then. I yeah, know, man. Time. I know. Time, man. Yeah. So we're getting closer. So we were, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. So uh, a couple other odds and ends with the NBA. Andre Drummond, who 
hope maybe he would come back here for some depth. He's going to the Bulls, two years, six million. It's a good deal for the Bulls. Well, when you consider all the mega contracts we talked about, you go, eh. That's a pittance. Compared. Well, why couldn't he come here? I mean, I don't understand. I don't he, we should have. I don't think they could even done six though. six million, Barry. They're they're pretty strapped right now, the Sixers. So all you people thinking they're going to get Kevin Durant out there? Stop it, stop it. Where all right, best guess, uh, Miami or Phoenix or I elsewhere? Would, I would say, I think Phoenix is deeper in talent, so I say Miami needs him more. So I would say Miami puts the hardcore press on him to get him uh, to down to South Florida. How about you, Barry? I think he'll be in South Florida also, simply because they, they just signed. Um, they just signed Booker to a, a, a mega deal. A mega deal so, yeah. you know, you couldn't you couldn't change you couldn't trade apples for apples with it. You know, with that type of trade. Does Kyrie get his way and end up back with the Lakers, or end up with the Lakers? Yes, I think he does too. It's just I the way that league works. It's the way that league works. Yeah, and I agree. I don't think anybody else wants any parts. Right. I send him overseas to Europe and never hear from him again. That's what I do. I would like him to be shipped somewhere where he isn't happy. Yes, That's exactly. Uh, but who knows? Send him to Houston. Happy. Yeah, right. Send him there. But it, <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting to see if Daryl Morey's got another rabbit to pull out of his hat, you know, because he he, he was throwing around the word star hunting. He was, you know, talking about trying to upgrade this team. Yep. He yep. did upgrade the team, but it, not in a, a sort of splashy kind of way. Right, right, right. That's but what yeah, I think it's, it's, pop, it's very possible for him to, to, to get a KD because you take, you take Tim, uh, you take, um, Tobias Harris off the books. Yeah, true. Which would allow them to do that, you know what I'm saying? And a couple other things. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's a, it's a possibility. Yeah, I think that, you know, the. I'll give you the odds. Uh, let me give you a couple odds. So for Kevin Durant, and this is um, bet online, I'll give you a couple odds. Durant uh, traded, you know, you know, future team. Suns are essentially like even money kind of thing. Right, right. Then it's the Heat. Then it's the Raptors. Raptors are interesting. Oh, yeah, they are. Raptors Ooh. are because they have some pieces that they could move yeah, they that, that would be attractive. So keep them in mind. New Orleans, if there's a package including uh, Zion and, Zion. and maybe okay. maybe even Brandon Ingram, so they're in the mix too. Memphis. Now Memphis, other than Ja, does have a lot of good pieces. Yes, yeah, they Memphis do. It's not crazy. Yes, they do. The question is, does he want to go to those kind of markets? New Orleans, Memphis on the small. I go to Memphis for the barbecue. He would go to. <laughs> I think he go. would go to Memphis because of Ja. Yeah. You know, yeah. with a young talent like yeah. that, you know, it 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 is somewhere that he might think that he can go and, and, and have some Sixers are twelve to one. Sixers fall after the Lakers and after the Wizards. They're twelve to one. I don't know if the Sixers can do it financially. I don't, I don't so think either. so. I don't think so either. Uh Lakers odds on favorite to land Kyrie. Then it's the Knicks five to one, Clippers six to one, Heat seven to one. Uh they have the Sixers in that mix at 14 to 1. That ain't happening. You, you you mentioned Memphis, and I look at that Memphis team. They're a young, exciting team. You basically would have to break up that nucleus to get a Kevin Durant. Oh, with yeah, that you team. would. No question. And about I don't that. know if that organization wants to do that, yeah, you know, for sure. considering what they have. People are in a feeding frenzy right now about the Memphis Grizzlies just because of John Morant. Yeah. Yep. Who, who inked a big time extension. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we, well like, deserved. We, we, oh, no, no yeah. doubt. No doubt, man. I mean, he's to me, if you're talking about like just fun guys, entertainment, he's right there for me. Absolutely. But I, you know, I really don't know how long he's able to play at that level he's playing at with the much with as much punishment that he takes. You know, he plays, me, AI, he AI, plays an AI so. kind of yeah, game. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. He's a little taller. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But he gets there's a lot of punishment, even in a league where you can't touch guys as much as you could right. back in AI's day. 
he's still getting that. Yeah. Because he he's he's so persistent at taking you to the cup and, yeah, and, and finishing it. He he'll finish in in spite of his body. Yeah. And that's tough. His that's elevation tough. game is ridiculous. Yep. And, and his signature move is to go from one hand to the other hand. Oh, they're gonna stop that. He got away oh, with it last yeah. season. They're gonna stop that already. Yeah, he's a fearless guy for I sure. I wish right. you would. That's yeah, what he's gonna yeah, say. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So Phillies, uh, getting back to them just to close it out. They get St. Louis for three here starting tonight. Bailey Falter gets recalled. He's gonna pitch against uh Michael Osu, who's a really good pitcher. Tomorrow you have uh, Kyle Gibson going. That's a four oh five game. And then Zach Wheeler closed that really night, nice night matchup on Sunday night. Right, right. Wheeler and Wainwright. Pretty nasty oh, matchup that's right be a good there. One. So yeah. that's the uh that's the Sunday night game. And then they go to Washington for three, come back, go to St. I'm sorry, stay here for Washington for three, go St. Louis for four, and then Toronto for two. So that's what they have coming up. Eagles right now, kind of a holding pattern uh, until camp starts, which we mentioned is the 26th. And, you know, the Flyers, it's kind of like, all right, what, what are we doing here other than the coach? Not a whole lot happening there. Oh, yeah, fly. there is a Flyers team. I know. You do tend to forget that. It's unfortunate, but that's the case for sure. So. That's where we are with the Phillies, Eagles, 4th of July coming up. We went over a couple things to grill, a couple things to backyard activities, best games to play. But a lot of folks to thank here. Of course, our yeah. entire crew doing a great job. We awesome job today. each and every one yes. of you guys, for sure, led by Xander and, and Rob and our entire crew. And thank you guys. And, of course, Krause himself as, as the ultimate uh, stage manager, the floor manager, right, getting right, us in right. and out where we need the to be. The boss. Very natural That's right. at it. That's Very right. Natural. That's right. He is. He's a natural. That's for sure. <laughs> and, of course, all of you, we appreciate you uh, in the comment section, streaming, listening, you name it. And, of course, all of our friends here at, at just a, an amazing day. And we're not done. We're part of the ribbon uh, cutting ceremonies, the whole thing, man. Coming up at four o'clock, I believe it is. Yes, it yep. is. A little uh, bit of stateside Ocean on Casino deck. Resort. Yeah. Stateside. Osha Casino Resort here at the Gallery Bar, Book, and Games. And again, you can see it in our shot here. We got the big screens behind us, we got the bar behind us, we got the table games, you name it, the whole nine yards. All right, so that was fun, boys. Hey, Appreciate you, you guys. Have a great Fourth Fourth of July. Great weekend. Fourth of July. All of our loyal viewers out there, same. Yep. Be safe. Have be safe. fun, but more importantly, be safe out All there, right. please. We, we will see you on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Thanks for watching. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk Champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mama. Mama, go. Oh, mama! <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh.
Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save 